I'll tell you what, man, it does not get any better than this Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Sirius XM, the Dan Patrick Channel. I know him. The godfather of sports radio. These guys are the greatest tag team since the British Bulldogs. What do you think, Jazz? I think that's a really, really dated reference. That's what that is. Don't be a knucklehead, all right? If you're going to do that, talk about Miss Robin, call her Miss Elizabeth, and you're George Animal Steel. Hey, Tony. This is the Tony Bruno Show. And now here's Tony Bruno. Beautiful. Well, not physically beautiful, but mentally beautiful, psychologically beautiful, and all the other ways you can be beautiful on the inside. And just uh, okay on the outside. That's okay with me. Hello there. Welcome, everybody. It is a Friday as we wrap up our first week of broadcasting semi-excellence live from the South Philadelphia Wine Cellar. It's been a wine cellar for a long time, but it's been an XM, Sirius XM, Channel 211, the Dan Patrick Channel Wine Cellar for one week, Harry Mays. How do you feel on this first Friday? Good Friday, by the way. That's right. It is Good Friday. And uh, the week has gone by so fast. I believe, at yes. least for me, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> you know, it just feels like we were doing our first show on Monday today. You know, it's already oh, just Friday. like that. But it's like that's the only way I know what day it is now by doing the show. Because other than that, would you really know that it's Friday? No, would it really matter. Right? No. It doesn't matter because no. Friday isn't. Yeah, it doesn't feel as special as it used to, right? Yeah, I mean, every day is like Friday. Yeah, or every day is like Monday. Or Monday, or Monday on, yeah. yeah, depending on <laughs> whether you're stuck at home with your kids, right? Because every day then is Monday, and yeah. Monday's the day. Oh, it's Monday. I got to go back to work. Now that a lot of people are out of work, every day is Monday. People would like to go back to work. Some of them do, but yeah. a lot of them wouldn't. I mean, no. if I can sit at home and make more money sitting at home than working, that's a tough option, right there, Harry. You know what I mean? Well, are we are we subject to unemployment? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. We haven't been laid off. We just started. No, I'm just saying, like, if we did get laid, if we Why got they laid off. Why off? The show's know. blowing up in <laughs> one week, Harry. <laughs> you well, well, I'm just saying, what, what happens if, if this whole area gets, like, coronavirus and they don't want you doing the show? Then we're going to be stuck down here, Harry. Yeah. We'll put the... We'll get the we'll no, get this, the tape, you know. We'll get the crime scene tape. The in yellow front of the tape. House. Yeah, yeah. I'm just warning everybody that if that happens, y'all are moving in. Because you're not going to be able to, go, you're not going to be able to go anywhere. The show must go on. Right. And we have a very comfortable sofa. We have another bed upstairs. We have medical tents. I can put out in the back. You can watch the fish in yeah. the in the pond. All the new fresh water. The plants are growing. The cats are great snuggle bunnies at night. Exactly. And you guys are going to be fine. But you're going to be staying. Wow. Wow. So anyway, there's not. There, you know, I just saw a video this morning here in Philadelphia. There were ten police officers who went onto a SEPTA bus and pulled the guy off because he wasn't wearing a mask on the on the bus. Ten cops to get a guy wow. off a bus for not wearing a mask? What the hell is going on out there? Anyway, be safe, be careful, wear a mask, do whatever you need to do. We'll keep you company for the next three hours. Miss Robin's in here. The whole gang is here. And we've got a lot of stuff to get over today, Harry. First of all, we're going to talk to our buddy Colin Thompson in just a minute here. Because one of the big stories, Tampa certainly. Tampa Bay Vipers, Colin one of, yes, yes. The XFL. There's a lot of football news to talk about. We'll cover it. Lisa Ann is going to join us in our next segment. And you know Lisa Ann. She knows her sports. She knows her football. And she has multiple shows on Sirius XM. Right. Doing fantasy sports. She's got more shows than we do. Exactly. Yeah. Well, she's bigger than At we the are. real at the real Lisa, Lisa Ann. Ann, yeah, exactly. We, you and I, we spent some time with her in Atlantic City a few years that back. Was, yeah, that was down at Harris, right? Exactly. Robin, will yeah. you have that picture up so we can post it on our I Twitch will. stream? 
Barry and I and Lisa Ann down in Atlantic City. But, of course, lots of news. We'll talk about uh, the UFC, baseball, all kinds of things going on, the latest on everything. But the big story that emerged this morning, and a lot of people are mocking it, oh, the XFL, we knew they were going to go out of business. They weren't going to go out of business. They had the funding, unlike the AAF, which only lasted eight games, and Mm -hmm. people were excited about it a couple years ago. And Colin was in that league, too. Yeah, but they ran out of money. (laughs) No, I know. Vince McMahon was in nowhere, anywhere near running out of money. The league only played five weeks, and then they had to shut it down like every other sport. So does P.J. Walker get the MVP? I don't know. We'll have to ask. We yeah. have a man on the line who played in the XFL, a good friend of the show. He did a lot of shows with us uh, during the football season at various locations before he got signed by the XFL, former Temple University great. Down in Florida, of course, played. It was on the Giants team, was on the Bears, and on the Tampa Bay Vipers. The great Colin Thompson joins us. Colin, uh, sorry to hear the news, man, but you, you told us earlier that the, the players were all paid for the rest of the season when the league shut down after week five, right? Guys, thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. But, yes, we were paid. Uh, we were told we are going to be paid through the end of the season. This weekend would have been the final game of the regular season. We would have played the New York Guardians uh, down at Raymond James Stadium where the Bucks play to finish the year. But, yeah, so we were supposed to be paid all the way through. The checks came in this morning uh, like they do every other Friday. And it was a little larger, and I believe it was based off the – some sort of bonus built in for the extra week, or ex- I don't really know the details on the money, but the check was bigger this week than it has been in the past. And, and then I would say about two hours later, we got the notice that the operations uh, were done uh, with the XFL, which is just crazy to think because, like you guys said, this is a league that was backed by Vince McMahon and a very smart businessman, a man with a ton of connections. You saw that. You saw how good the product was on TV. You saw the you heard the announcers. You saw, as Tony would say, the pageantry, baby, exactly. on the field every week. And it was just a fantastic product to watch and then also play in. It was first class all the way through. No corners were cut. So this is a shock to me uh, that it's that it's folded like this. And obviously this, this pandemic has affected everybody, and the XFL is just a speck. But, yeah, it's, it's crazy it's folded like this. Now, Colin, was this a physical paper check or was this a direct deposit? Direct deposit. That's okay, because I was just going to say, yep. if I got that paper check in the mail, I would run to the bank to make sure I Well, it's not going to bounce. <laughs> this know. isn't the original no. XFL or the other leagues that fall. The L.A. Rams owe their players money. You I see? know. We talked about that yesterday. Do you feel bad for Todd Gurley? You got a check. Right. And Todd Gurley is still <laughs> waiting for his money. Colin. And Clay Matthews. And I Clay yeah. Matthews. <laughs> I don't want to speak about another man's money. Yeah, uh, right. I don't want to speak about another man's money. <laughs> like get, go get your money, guys, if you can get it. So now you, you, you hear the news. Uh, the commissioner who we had on our show at the Super Bowl on Radio Row, Oliver Luck, Oliver Luck you know, Andrew Luck's dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was confident. We don't know who's been – I mean, they've pretty much shut down all operations, and the word is that they don't plan to return next year. But although they issued a statement a while ago that they were planning to return next year once they shut down after week five, are you hearing that the league is gone forever or at least until next year? What are you hearing uh, from the league people that contacted you about the, uh, the actual end of uh, operations today? You know, we got the email about an hour or so ago that, hey, operations, you know, they've ceased operations. That's really what we got. They said a little bit about, you know, health care is eligible to the end of the month. And, and some other things like that, but really they didn't get in detail. So 
what I've got for my agents at ProStar Sports, Paul Sheehy and Warren Smith, two great guys that I've been able to work with for years, is that they have let go of a ton of people, and they're still a small group of people. Just in case the XFL wants to come back or is coming back in the WWD office there in Connecticut, that's in place to, I guess, rebuild the league. But you're talking about mass. You're letting a mass group of people go. And it's, it's crazy to think a super group of talented people now back on the street again when this was just a great opportunity to employ the great minds of football that just either are done in the NFL or they haven't got in yet. So it's just crazy to think that way. But, but you know, all I'm hearing is, is that there's a small group in place that are going to run the operations of whatever's left of the XFL, and, and that's all that's left uh, when it comes to an XFL employee. So, Colin, does this mean that your former college teammate, P.J. Walker, gets the MVP because he was clearly the best player through the first five weeks? Well, Harry, you had the pleasure of uh, calling his games Mm -hmm. and uh, the games I also participated in for years at Temple. Uh, And he's a stud and a great guy. He deserves the world, and I'm so happy for him that he's with Matt Rule and the Carolina Panthers at the team. That's going to be on the uptick for years to come. He's going to do great things there. But, yes, P.J. Walker, MVP of the – XFL 2.0 that hopefully comes back but doesn't look too promising, guys. So, yeah, P.J. Walker just lit it up. That team in Houston with the gun and shoot, uh, with run and shoot, excuse me, with with June Jones, and he was the perfect fit for there, and they had some great receivers, and a bunch of guys are getting signed with XFL NFL teams now. I believe 14 or 15 plus guys have signed um, with NFL teams at the XFL. I don't know if that's how you measure the success of the league. I think you measure the success because it was such a strong startup. I saw someone tweet today, you know, i just seen a bunch, but just that people are saying this is one of the best startup leagues ever. They just come from the ground and be on national scene just like that. Hmm. Uh, ABC, ESPN, they're on Fox. They're, it was a big, big to-do, uh, and, and the product was fantastic. We had, you know, we we're 0-3, and we come back to Tampa when spring training's going on. It's a Sunday night game, and we had 50,000 fans there. Now, that may not sound like a lot of people, but that's a lot of people for Florida on a random Sunday night with an 0-3 Tampa team, and we're already trying to get booed out of town. Mm-hmm. So their fans bought in. Uh, they just Everything was first-class, guys, and uh, it's really a shame that I folded because it was just had a ton of momentum behind it, I thought. Do you think that after next year, once we get through this, they'll have second thoughts? Because, you know... To announce that you're not going to play again next that's a, year. That's extreme. Yeah, I mean, I, that's, that to me says, well, wait a minute. Is Vince McMahon saying, hey, you know what? We tried this year. It was going well. We shut it down for obvious reasons. But to announce that that's it, it's over. I know they would have to continue to have some people on board and pay them, mm-hmm. you know, during all of this. But if you're just talking about, like, leadership, you know, the guy, the, the commissioner, and a couple of people in the offices of the main thing, how much of an expense will that be to determine then trying to reboot it again next year? That's where my thoughts were, where, okay, they're just going to keep the people in place that are quote-unquote important, you know, your president, your head coach, your player personnel, and then everyone else gets let go because that's kind of the nature of this beast we're dealing with right now is everyone's cutting costs and, and just trying to bail water as much as they can when it comes to a business side, obviously. I'm not talking about medically, but so it, it's just... It, it does seem a little extreme, right? My first instinct was, hey, they're just cutting costs. Well, then I see a bunch of, a ton of more smoke of, you know, the league thinking about not coming back, which is such a shame, guys, because I can tell you what, there's a lot of great football players 
Uh, it's really everybody from the third and fourth quarter of these preseason games that people love or hate, it seems. But it's really, I've been that guy. I've played in a bunch of preseason NFL games, and I've been that guy that plays in every third and fourth quarter. So a lot of really great people are out of work today, uh, and that's really a shame. But it, it, it seems extreme to answer Russian tone just to, just to fold it in like this because it just seems so far away. I do think this, and this is just kind of my gut, is that there's something bigger going on when it comes to the fact that I just don't have a good feeling about these leagues returning. Uh, I heard you guys, when you guys did the interview with Keith Olbermann this week, I mean, Keith wasn't very optimistic, and you find no bigger baseball fan, like you said many times, Tony. So it's, it's, I don't think it's looking pretty for professional sports. Adam Schefter, right, we talked, you guys talked to him yesterday, and he's like, hey, I'm just going with my gut. I'm just going with what I'm seeing. Safety first. I have all these family members that are sick. If this continues to grow, which we all think there's, it's leveling out, but who knows? Right? We don't know. Just like you said yesterday, Tony, nobody knows anything. So it, it's, I guess, maybe precautionary. Is it extreme? Who knows? I think when this all is said and done, we'll be able to judge. Colin is depressing me now. Yeah, come on, man. I, I know Dude, this is Friday. Listen, the guy was, you know, he had, a, he had a career going again. Tampa Bay was looking good. He made an unbelievable <laughs> catch. Yeah. Like videotape forever. I'll play that every single week on the show. <laughs> but you know you're one of our, our. I am is, I am one of I'm guys. You know me, love sports work, and you guys are two of my mentors. I've, I've said it on the show before. You guys are two of my mentors, and another one of my mentors in the business, the great Harry Donahue, called him yesterday. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and now you complete I the mean, circle here, and uh, uh, we wish I you mean, the best. We'll stay in touch and let us know what's going on there. The great Colin Thompson from the Tampa Bay Vipers. Thank you guys. Thanks. For, can I say formally of the Tampa Bay Vipers? I think he's a Temple Bay soon? Viper forever. Exactly. And a Temple Owl yeah, yeah. for life. We're coming back. You know who's going to join us next? More football talk with the great, the real Lisa Ann. Not the fake Lisa Ann. She's going to join us next. David Boreanis will be joining us next hour from home as he's parenting and SEAL team. Yes, we're going to call him Professor Boreanis right now. Exactly. Because he's yeah. teacher. <laughs> Homeschooling. Homeschooling. Wow. That's still ahead on this big Friday. Good Friday. April 10th, Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Miss Robin, the whole gang on Sirius XM 211 and on Twitch.tv, Tony Bruno Show. Did you need me to um, print out anything extra on David? Why? Oh, and it's overlapping. Yeah. Yeah. But why can't they just... Yeah. My name is J.B. Dilsheimer of Stampone O'Brien Dilsheimer Law. Every day, people are catastrophically injured by Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Whether in a construction accident, a car accident, so David, did you, did you he's been through now three seasons, right? Um, yeah, I think SEAL Team had just concluded its third season. I think so, too. Yeah, 2017 is when it started. Don't let this happen to you. But they've done three seasons, is, yeah. my, is the question. Do you want me to print any of this out? No, no, I don't. I know. Financial recovery to care for you and your family. Personal injuries demand our personal. Oh, he narrated America's Game that the Eagles episode. Yeah, the Eagles episode. Care of getting well. If you or someone you know or love has suffered injury, contact us. Find us on the web at stamponelaw.com or call 215-663-0400 for a free consultation. My name is J.B. Dilsheimer. 
and I'm a lawyer. He is still married. Yeah. They have two kids. Dan Fouts is out at CBS. No! Yeah. Yep. I like Dan. I think he still sounds good. It sounds exactly the same as he did 20 years ago. People say, stop rubbing your face, Harry. Stop rubbing your... We're calling huh? Lisa Ann or is she calling us? We're calling her. Yep. He has it. I didn't realize he was their number two NFL analyst. Yeah. I thought he was further down. He, he worked with Ian Eagle, I yes, think. Yes, exactly. Right? Yes. I like Ian Eagle. Yeah, I love Ian Eagle. Oh. Great dude. The commercial volume. 69 years old. Fouts. Yeah. Sorry, folks. So you have to bring just, that down, right? Well, it is all the way down, but for some reason, it's still bleeding through. We haven't figured that out, why it's still bleeding through. So I'm just going to unplug it every time. Music return coming up. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Uh, yes, we are still locked down. Hopefully you're having fun trying to get your mind off stuff by listening to us every day. A lot of great response all over the place. I want to thank uh, Chuck Barney, the writer in the San Francisco Bay Area News Group. He did a nice column in the San Jose Mercury News yesterday about Gary Radnich's appearance the other day, his oh, first yeah. appearance since he retired almost a year ago. Yeah, well, I didn't realize that when he agreed to come on with you that he has not done anything. No media, except nothing. where? Right here on the Tony Bruno Show. It's where the people come, the elite come to meet and eat. I even made lunch for everybody. I made bacon and egg sandwiches. I know. Except we didn't have sandwiches. We just put it on cheese because we're keto. You can eat bacon and eggs, Harry. You can't mm -hmm. have the bread, though. You can't right. put it on a roll. Meanwhile, do we have Lisa Ann on the line? Let's give her a call right now, see what she's up to. We're going to talk some fantasy football because you know, Harry, everybody knows Lisa Ann. But not everybody knows how great she is at football knowledge. Phenomenal knowledge, as Gary Radnich would say. Let's see. She has a, she's on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio, which, according to Steve Cohen, it's the big the, boss yeah. man, is probably their most successful channel. Yeah. And they got a lot of great channels on, as far as sports channels are concerned. I used to have her on weekly on my show in Philly. Really? Weekly? Yeah. How yeah. weekly? Was it strong or weekly, Harry? No, it was <laughs> weekly. <laughs> During football. You know, so you know, weekly, fantasy. strongly. Yeah, it was yeah, always yeah. strong. It was always strong. Well, we, yeah. we hung out with her in Atlantic City years ago. We did a live show down at Harrah's. On the in the marina at the pool, remember that? Yes, and we of were course. doing a show there, and Lisa Ann was there at the poolside with us, talking and having fun. People were stopping by back when people could stop by. I do have the photograph of that time, and and I have to say, Harry, you look a lot better now. I was fat then, like real fat. <laughs> yeah, I was lean yeah. back then, though. No, I got that, fat again. Now I'm lean that again. That was like what was that? 2012, I want to say. 
You think I remember the dates I think of it was anything? 20, I... Was that because it was the week of the Boston Marathon bombing? Oh, I remember that. Wow. And I think that was 2012. I remember. Maybe were... she remembers. She's on the line yeah. now. The great Lisa Ann joins us. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Good. Now you don't hate me anymore, right? Because we had a little spat no, on Twitter a couple years ago, and it was a joke. And never you got wow. mad, and then you sicked all your fans on me, and they were destroying me. Let's explain this. Let's give a little backstory for the listeners. I wore a Daniel Murphy jersey because I was trying to choose a baseball team. And I got a Daniel Murphy Mets jersey. And my deal was if he hit a bomb the night I wore the jerseys, the Mets were going to be my team because I was just getting introduced to baseball. I wasn't a baseball fan. I was basketball and football. So then that photo goes out, and then it circulates on the Internet. And then, of course, the assumptions that I hooked up with Daniel Murphy when really I was just trying to choose a baseball team, and I thought strategy was good. I was wearing different jerseys with different players in different parks, and I was saying whoever hits a bomb the night of wearing their jersey, that's the team I pick. And I, I ended up with a mess. And that's okay. And, you know, I've known you for a long time. I followed your career. We used to have you on all the time. And then everybody thought, oh, my God, there's a Twitter feud between Tony and Lisa Ann. I don't. You know, I don't work that way. I have fun well, all the time. Well, the Twitter sphere is that way. But I will say it is so great to have you guys on air. One more show for me to fall into every day from 3 to 6. I've been listening. If I miss anything, I go back on demand because the series I can ask is so awesome that way. And uh, it's been great. It's been great from start to finish. Monday was great. Well, uh, it was a great day on Monday. The lead-off show was incredible. Now, how many different shows are you doing right now, and when, when are you on? So Monday nights, I do Lisa and Does Fantasy, which is 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Thursday morning, 7 to 9 a.m., I'm on Sirius XM Fantasy Football with John Hansen. And then tonight, 8 to 10 p.m., my show, Friday Night Fantasy with Britt Kamla. Wow. So you're on Sirius XM 210, which is only one notch down from the Dan Patrick channel, where we're on 211. So you're on 210 and XM87, and also streaming on the XM app, which everybody can get for free now if you're not a subscriber, right through May 15th, because Sirius has opened it up so that everybody can listen uh, for the next month and a half, which is great. I don't know if I love that my channel is below you. You know what I mean? Like, you guys are on top of me now, just like that. You're one above me. Hey, I don't complain. I could take. I could be the top <laughs> or the bottom. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Or uh, versatile. Or yeah, versatile, yeah, yes. Yeah. I can take any position, Very any versatile. angle. I'll be horizontal. I can be vertical. I can be so ambidextrous. How are you, how are you uh, handling quarantine? And Harry already talking about layoffs on day five. is a very hairy move. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, well, you know, we just found out that, that, that uh, over at CBS... Dan Fouts Fouts. just got fired today. He was on the number two football team. The great Dan Fouts, who was working with Ian Eagle, Mm -hmm. and by the way, sounded just as good now as he did 20 years ago when he just got into the NFL after retiring from the the, uh, Chargers. Well, they probably got to make some cuts because they paid Romo all that money. Exactly. Seriously, yeah. Yeah. I guess the big question, Lisa Ann, is there's no football, so what kind of fantasy do you talk about now? Like tonight on on Friday Night Fantasy from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Well, we're hopeful. Uh, we're breaking down the NFL draft, which we know is going to take place. I'm really looking forward to a uh, calamity of IT issues. I mean, I just cannot wait to see all the disruptions. We know the players have been born with these apps, and they know how to use their cameras on their phone. They know how to stream. They know how to use multiple devices. But I fear that some of the coaching, uh, the coaches, the uh, positional players, the leaders that are trying to, like, fight off these decisions, who are we picking? I don't think there'll be as many trades this draft because of that, but I think there's going to be some tech issues making the draft pretty pretty 
exciting. Still talking about the hopes of fantasy baseball and a potential season, but really it's time to be creative. Uh, you know, you get into, like, would-you-rathers. I, I just put a good one together. Would you rather throw out the first pitch or be in charge of the flag to the Indy 500? It's time to be creative, guys. We're just making this up as we go along. Well, that's what we're doing here. I mean, we're, we're, there's still a lot of sports to talk about, like the developments, the XFL folding today, and then, you know, Bill O'Brien, what's going on with Houston and the Texans, who have basically gutted their entire team in the offseason. And the draft coming up. And the draft's coming up. Now, do you do yep. fantasy draft stuff, too? We do. Yeah, we do fantasy drafts. I've been doing a ton of best ball drafts. You know, best ball tends. You draft your team. There's no management. You don't have to set a lineup every week. It plays out through the season, and your best scores are accumulated each week. So they're kind of a fun way to pass the time. They're a great way to, like, look at them as mock drafts, but you throw in $10, and you have a chance to win some money at the end of the season. So doing a lot of those to pass the time. And I'm just really trying to have fun on Twitter. I don't know if you saw that I, I dropped my high school graduate graduation photo from 1990 I saw that. on Twitter. And yeah. uh, the big hair, the big eyebrows, all of it. Just so awesome. And of course, so that's awesome. Easton High School, Tony. Easton, Pennsylvania. Valley of course, Pennsylvania. great Larry Holmes. Yep. That's right. Who's more yep. famous from Easton, you or Larry Holmes, Lisa Ann? I'm actually listed above him on Wikipedia. No! Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I, he's accomplished so much more than me, but yes. Somehow I'm listed above it. It can't be alphabetically, right? I mean, it doesn't work that way. I mean, Jenny Jones is also from Easton. Uh, a couple other people, but really not much comes out of Easton, Pennsylvania. Well, the good baseball, the aluminum bats come out of there, right? Isn't that where they yes. make the bats, the Easton uh, yes. bats? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Well, what is... It is. So, that's in the ABE. That's in the great Allentown, Bethlehem, Easton triangle mm -hmm. up there. Yeah, that ABE airport is the best ever. It's such a cute little tiny airport. I'm also playing a little poker on Bavada. I'm betting on the weather lines. Since I have friends everywhere, I'm the degenerate that calls my friends and says, yo, go put your hand on the ground. Tell me the ground temperature. Uh, has it been cold? I've been betting the unders, knowing there's not as much man-made heat, uh, less traffic, less people out, less pollution. Now, wait, i got to ask you, Lisa, are you on speaker right now? No, why? Okay, because it sounds yeah, it sounds like you're on speaker because we're getting a little bit of we can hear you, but there's like a little bit of uh, feedback, not feedback, verge of on the verge of feedback. Verge. Yes. A little bit of an echo. Okay, I'll use my other headset the next time we do this because I know we'll be doing this again. Absolutely. There's a lot of uh, fake Lisa Ann's on social media that you know have yeah. been shut down. A lot of the accounts have been shut down, but the real the real Lisa Ann is her account. It's got the uh, blue check mark. Exactly right. Well, you know. Like, you know, Who they are they? Have all the fun. They want to have all the fun, but guys, they never offer to do things like my laundry, <laughs> run my errands, go to the post office. They just want to chat it up with my people and be enjoying all the good stuff. It's unfair. By the way, uh, not only Easton Bats, Crayola Crayons. That's are right. From, uh, There's a museum up there. The, the Crayola, Crayola Crayon Museum, museum yeah. in Easton. Do they have a law? Do they have a Lisa Ann Crayon color up there? Since you're from there and you're one of the most famous people from Easton. No, but I've gone through the Crayola factory. You can make your own crayon, so you get to, like, blend a bunch of colors together. So I have accomplished that bucket list item, of course. What is the live sport that you miss the most right now? Basketball. NBA? Yeah, NBA. Uh, no, no doubt NBA. I mean, staying up late and watching NBA games is just like adrenaline pinching, right? Mm -hmm. There's so much news constantly in the NBA. Um, it's just it's just such an exciting sport. It really holds us over till football season. 
watch a lot of baseball because I play fantasy baseball, but I love the NBA. Will you be betting on this uh, horse uh, competition that they got coming up? I most certainly will, and I think future athletes will all want to build their own gyms and their own courts because only athletes that have a home gym with a basketball court are able to partake. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know Drake has an awesome basketball court, but he's not letting anybody use it, or it will be awesome. Well, he changes it. One day it's a Toronto Raptors uh, logo yeah, in there. Right. The Duke, next day it's the Duke, Blue Devils, the Duke, whatever. And, you know, whatever the team that he particularly he likes that particular moment, he'll put the logos up because he's got the money to do it. You know how they change the floor at Staples Center for the Lakers and then the Clippers? Yep. That's what Drake does at his mansion. Of course he does. His, his mansion, the photos I saw online, it almost resembles Barclay. Like he could easily change the floor of the ceiling and give it a new look for each team that he's like, following for that moment. Must be tough. Although, as his son, who he unveiled last week, mm-hmm. an adorable two-year-old. Great hair. Yeah. Talk about great hair. Yeah. I think he's four. Is I he four or two? Four. He, well, whatever he is, he's adorable. His mom has the same hair. Drake's mom, his grandmom has the same hair. And his wife, obviously, is a brunette. But what a beautiful kid. Beautiful kid. And I find it fascinating when celebrities can keep us away from a photo for this many years. I mean, Cameron Diaz just had a baby, and not one person knew she was pregnant other than her close friends. No one ever snapped a photo of her while she was pregnant. She did not leave for the confines of her home, and I respect having that kind of privacy. That's awesome. Does the dad know by any chance that he know during the course of the... <laughs> They're married. I They're know. Married. It's, a, yes. it's a joke. Come on. Yeah, he knew. But I think it's, it's pretty powerful because you know these people have cameras stalking them everywhere they go. I mean... Celebrities have enjoyed this social distancing more than anyone else. Take mm-hmm. it from me. I'm absolutely loving it. So when someone sees me walking across the street, they go on the other side of the street. Like, to me, this is like, if this could last forever, I'd be super happy. Really? I, you, I no. thought you liked the, the, the human bonding, so to speak. Um, yes, and you know, yes. Um, it depends. I like my friends. Uh, when I'm out at events and I'm supposed to be social, I like to be social. But other than that, I'm truly a loner. So this downtime for me is kind of just like loner's paradise. Wow, I'm more of a gangster's paradise guy myself. But hey, that's, that's how I roll. <laughs> Was that Coolio? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Coolio reference. Like, like from ni- 1995 don't, or don't, don't pin me down on the year, Harry. I don't remember everything. <laughs> <laughs> I had the CD. Are you able to do sports betting in Pennsylvania or not? Yeah, but there's nothing there's to bet nothing on. Nothing to bet on well, unless you make, want a Belarus hockey or Belarus something. Belarus hockey. Now there is ping pong or table tennis. Uh, <laughs> in and there's Russia. horse in Russia. In Russia. Yeah. But there is horse racing, you know. There's the horse tracks are still open. Yes. Yes, that is true. Will <laughs> you guys be betting on this horse tournament? Uh pr- probably not. No. Who do you like, by the way? We have the odds now. There actually are odds now. On the uh, oh, 2020 uh, competition, the horse, I got, I had Trey Young, I think. Trey Young favorite, is the favorite. Right? Yes. Yeah. Now, who do you I like? Because I got to get the odds here. Trey Young also killed it in the NBA 2K challenge. I mean, he's just slaying right now. Oh, is that right? Uh, tell me what the odds are, and I'll, and I'll give you my prediction. I can't find him now. I have all these stupid things open. And you got like 50 open websites. I have to have windows open so I can go to them without having to search for them. I've got Joe Exotic uh, odds. Did you get into the Tiger King, Lisa? Of course I did. I watched the entire series in one sitting. You I watched all seven long. hours in one sitting? <laughs> wow. Yes, I did. Are you mad at me? I mean, no, I no, no. I don't. To admit, but 
but I couldn't stop. And I, I, my friends that watched two episodes and then went to bed, I'm like, what is wrong with you? How could you have not stayed up all night watching that? I mean, it was riveting. And now every day on um, Stan Lebicard's show, they have Doc Ansel coming on every day at 11 a.m. So, like, I'm tuned in by 11 a.m. to hear how many times Doc Ansel says that Carol Baskin definitely killed her husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll play this for you because I play it every day now. One of my favorite songs. I saw Tiger. Tiger song. By the way, Monday night on Fox TMZ with another episode. Are you going to watch that? It's like the un, uh, non-aired videos. I thought they pretty much aired everything on that show. <laughs> but I guess they have enough leftover stuff to do another show on Fox, not even on Netflix. Are you going to watch Monday night? Yeah, and I think that Joe McHale is going to be uh, the lead host for yes. this, this shindig. Of course I'm going to watch it. Now, can you imagine if that fire didn't take place, which we all know that Joe said. Yes. Because he never traveled. He went to some weird funeral in Chicago and his studio burned down. Those are the missing tapes. And if I ever run into that producer, the guy that was putting together a documentary, I just want to ask him why he didn't back up all of his stuff, like on a cloud, mm-hmm. on yeah. a hard drive that he was taking with him. Like, how could you put that many months, 10 months into creating content and not be backing it up. What is wrong with you? We've missed out because of your negligence. Exactly. You know why? He had, he had to keep making sure he had cartons of cigarettes ready so that while he was doing the interviews, he would never run out of smokes. I mean, that dude was smoking more than the guy on the, on the, on the X-Files. Yeah. He always had a cigarette in his yeah. hand. Jeepers. All right, I got the odds here for the. Oh, you uh, got the odds for the, uh, yeah. for the horse, the NBA horse tournament? I'm actually looking at two co favorites. Plus 300 each, Trey Young and Chris Paul. Chris Paul, so CP3, they're both tied plus 300. So, obviously, nobody's a heavy favorite. That means you bet you bet either one of those guys, and they win. You win $300 for a $100 bet. Zach, Three to one odds. Zach Levine, uh, plus 350. Wait, wait, wait. Let's do this one at a time. All right. We say that because Chris Paul is older, he has more years' experience playing horse, and he also has children that I'm pretty sure he gets out on that basketball court and probably plays horse with them on the regular, where Trey Young being younger, still chasing tons of Instagram models, and also being uh, aggressive with the video games, may not have the course training, the history, mm. the logged hours of actually playing horse. This is great inside analysis. There. This, you're yeah. not getting this kind of horse gambling inside knowledge. Except from Lisa Ann and Harry Mace. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Chris Paul, I would favor Chris Paul over. Now Trey the Young. women are getting shafted here, so to speak. Tamika Catchings is like plus what, eleven hundred? Twelve hundred. Plus twelve hundred dollars. Allie Quigley is plus a thousand. The women getting dissed here. I would take a flyer on Tamika. It's, they're playing horse. They're not dunking. They're playing horse, which means, and that's why I don't get the Zach Levine love. He's a great player, but he dunks. He wins mm-hmm. dunk championships. And you're not supposed. To, you're not going to be able to dunk in this, right? Paul Pierce could right, be no. pretty sharp. Plus seven fifty for, for Paul Pierce. Are you going to yeah, take an underdog? You're going to go with the chalk, Lisa Ann. I'm going to go with the underdog. I like to go with the underdog in a situation like this. I mean, you got to be a true degenerate and really need to gamble like I do to want to be a part of this. So this is when you've got to go for the underdog. Are you going to throw money on uh, Tamika Catchings, Tom? Absolutely. Plus twelve hundred. If I can get it. Yeah. I gotta go. I have to open an account, though. Can oh, I go yeah. offshore on this or what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can go hey, you can use my promo code at Bavada. It's DB Lisa one thousand. They'll match your deposit. Go in there. Uh, oh wait a minute! What is it now? I need this. I need. I need some sort of uh, comps. I need some perks. I'm not just going to uh, give my uh, money to any house. I'm not tied to any house right now. Okay, so BV Lisa one thousand. 
BV Lisa one thousand. Yep. That's your promo code at Bovada. Yes, it is. And it if is I bet, what do I get? Now, what do I get? Is a little uh, little taste. They'll match your money up to a thousand dollars in your initial deposit. They'll match it. Yeah. Right up front there. So if I put a thousand in, they, I got they two match thousand. thousand. Yeah. Or do I have you to bet, bet the so. thousand first? No, no, no. You put it in there. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be winning in no time. But yeah, we have to bet on this course tournament. I would take the older players just from the experience they have. Exactly right. It's all about experience. That's why people like you and me, well, I'm a lot older than you, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean I about experience. I don't think you're that much older than me. Yeah, I'm a lot older than you, Lisa. I'll be 48 next month. I'm a lot wow. older than you. I'm 20 hey, years older than you. Hey, a photo from 2012 of these unkept files? No, you don't want that. Do you see that on the, uh, can you see Terrible. that on the Twitch stream? I was about 300 pounds. No, you weren't. <laughs> you remember that you when we were at the that. pool down at Harris in Atlantic City at the swimming pool, the complex there? I- I do, and I cannot remember that. I cannot believe that you remember that was the weekend of the Boston bombing. It's amazing that you have that timeline in your mind because here we were, and, and that happened. And I don't, I didn't remember that was that same. Time. I didn't either. Yeah, I, re- I remember watching it in the uh, hotel, you know, in my room. You, you know, were in the 20, hotel on twenty four seven. Yeah, but like you that. weren't in the pool when everyone it got dark, and then. Uh, you know, our good friend Mr. Belding came by, and they were jamming, and DJ Paulie oh D God, was up there spinning. I know. Uh, he was. <laughs> What's that? we got to get Mr. Belding on as a guest with you guys. Oh, he's one of our best friends. Robin and I used to go out and sing karaoke with Mr. Belding when we were in L.A., and we were working in Burbank. We'd go right across the street to the now-defunct Dimples. That, that's that karaoke bar, Yeah, it was right? the yeah. birthplace of a karaoke in America. Yeah. Everybody oh went God. there. I love it so much. It's fantastic. They had porn star karaoke in there on one night, too. They did? Yeah. Yes, they did. I think it was like every Tuesday night or something. I was always there for porn star karaoke. Come on, Harry. What's the matter with you? Mr. Belding didn't miss that. I promise you that. Exactly right. Well, Lisa Ann, it's great having you on, man. We really appreciate it, and we'll have to have you on again. Don't forget, Lisa Ann, Fantasy Sports Radio, Sirius XM 210, uh, the Sirius 210 XM 87. But everybody pretty much, it's all together now. On the, on the app, it's Friday Night Fantasy, 8 to 10 Eastern Time. And then uh, Fantasy Football Thursday, 7 to 9 a.m. So she gets up early for yeah. that. And then Lisa Ann does do. Fantasy Mondays, 10 p.m. to midnight, all on the Sirius Fantasy Sports Radio channel on 210-87 on XM and on the Sirius XM app, where you'll find us right beneath her. And thank you for having me reach out anytime. I'll be stalking you by listening to the show and adding into your nonsense on Twitter. Thank you very much, Lisa Ann. Great to talk to you again. There she is. Let's yeah. give her a roaring round yeah. of applause. Ann. At we have the to real Lisa Ann. The real, yeah. At the real Lisa Ann. Not the fake. That's where it's at. Is there a fake Lisa Ann, too? There's, there was a bunch of them. All the accounts have been suspended. No, but they don't call themselves the fake Lisa Ann. No. Like, there's they, the fake sports center. There was one called real Lisa Ann, but... Not the in front oh. of it. That account's been shut down. Sneaky, oh, sneaky. Yeah. Oh. I'll have an update when we return on the Dan Fouts ouster. Mm. And they already have, according to my buddy Jason Barrett at Barrett Sports Media, they already are looking at two names to yeah. step in as Iron Eagle's new partner. Is that right? We will tell you who they are. Plus, we've got all kinds of stuff. UFC update. We've got, uh, I'm going to have a weekend video recommendation for you today too you know people are looking for things to watch they're binge watching people are running out of things to exactly watch. and this is yeah. something that nobody else has heard of yet so right. this, yes. we're giving you new fresh, product fresh. fresh fresh and it's a comedy and you can help people by renting this movie this weekend we'll tell you what it is later in the show and several of our good friends are involved 
And they're pretty good actors, too. And there's some well-known people in this movie. So this isn't some, uh, you know, low rent. It's not budget. like we're in it or anything. No, I mean, right. I can't believe they didn't call me and have me in there some way. I could have been just a guy, like, at a cash register or something. Yeah, it's not like we, you know, us going out in the street with a camcorder. This is like a real movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With real actors and yeah. stuff. We're continuing. It's a Friday. It's Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Miss Robin. We're live on Sirius XM 211 and on Twitch.tv, Tony Bruno Show. Stick around. Wow. 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 So that was... That was just two years. So that was shortly before you were no longer with 97.5. Yeah, because he was 14. June of 2014. World Cup. That's how I remember. Okay. U.S. was playing Germany. U.S. show at... It was out at at the golf course. Um, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the next day we did a show from Pagano's, and you you didn't come. And they made Pat Gallon sit in for you. Oh, that's right. Yep. And well, it was a watch party for the for the World Cup game. The, well, the, the because it was a Friday, and we had to go up to New York to we do had Pete's to go, show, and we had to leave really, and and because the the um, tournament or the 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 show was out at the golf course out at. Um, yeah, you know it was up where Preston and Steve, where where Steve, right, where Preston Elliott lives. Yeah, and so we had to hightail it out of there to make the train in time to get up to the Keith Oberman show in New York, and it was on that train ride up that, that I, my agent called and said, "This is what Matt's deal is," and he said, "You can't accept this," and I said, "All right," so I didn't. That is great World Cup knowledge, right? <laughs> people are giving you love, and people love the polo today. Now, is that's of course Plymouth, right? That's your golf course. Oh, that's the 19th. Oh, that's formerly the, uh, and then the master shirt. It's now, not you're the same one. Now, you're going to wear the red one. one on, do you have a red one for Sunday? I don't have a red one. No, that's Tiger's one. I know it is, but I thought maybe, you know, you got your Tiger Woods hat, so you have the TW hat. You know what the polo, uh, the, the vest kind of looks like? It kind of looks like the Stanford University logo. Next, we're going to open up the phones. You know, the interesting thing i got to remember, though, on the phones is that when we give the phone number out, people aren't hearing it on, on Sirius for a bunch of minutes. So that's why the phone doesn't ring immediately. All right, it's delayed. Oh, because it's delayed, yeah. Yeah, because they're not here. Now, the people on Twitch are hearing it live, mm-hmm. but the people on Sirius, when we give out the phone number, aren't hearing it. So this is another benefit for Twitch listeners exactly. is that they can hear it and get it in r- real quick. When we come back, you, you want to go all the way up to the 58. On this one? Yeah. Do we have another break? Well, we do, but I can squeeze it in. We can do a shorter segment and break and come back so I can do my job it's a, sh- it's a, be a, a two minute this is a different shirt than I wore two minute break yes. I wore this shirt Tuesday it's not the I same shirt no. how many master shirts do you have this here? is a master shirt right and the one I wore Tuesday was a Plymouth shirt with a similar striping right now right. The, but 1912 used to be what course where we, I played there it used to be Plymouth Country Club and they changed it to 1912 that's when it was open it was founded New owner. Tony, what you should do it. next time is just before we go to a break, say that the I lines know, are open. I know, yeah. I know, I should have. You're yeah. right. That's absolutely correct. Stand by, coming back. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. 
Friday free-for-all. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays here, Miss Robinson here. She's got her uh, beautiful uh, hoodie on today. That's not a hoodie. What do you call that? Beanie? It's, what, it's my beanie. Yeah, it's a beanie. Yeah. When you have the ball like a on, ski cap. Wait, when you have the ball on top, it's different than when it's just a flat beanie, right? Well, isn't the flat, what do they call this, like a skull this is like a, This is a ski ski, ski hat. Ski yeah. hat with a little What's palm. it called, Joe, when you have no, the ball I, on I top? I was what defines it? What is a toque? Because I always think of that from uh, well, Strange Fur. Is that a well, different that's type Canadian. Of, yeah, but it, it does it have does it have the ball without the ball? I have to. I don't look this know sure. if Don Collins, our our uh, official Canadian, <laughs> is listening. Maybe he can answer that question. Those, those have always been ski caps to me because yeah. they have the little ball on top, right? Yeah. And then you have just the pullover caps, which don't have anything on top. Mm-hmm. And then you have, of course, the Kangol. Those are the ones I like. Which, which the great Joe Krause wears. He has yeah. more Kangol hats than anybody. He has over two thousand. 2,000 Kangol hats? No, not that many. Yeah, that's no. what How you many, told me. Come on, 2,000. How many 2, Kangol hats? Up into the 770 range. 770. Oh. 770, all different, not all the same right. color. He needs a whole room in his house for the Kangol You know how like, women have the closet with all the yeah. shoes like Robin does? And a lot of women or do? like Imelda Marcos back exactly. in the day. He right? orders the entire collection every single year, and then probably when they come out with specials, probably orders those as well. I have one. Twelve every quarter. Wow! I have a white one. I've Damn. never worn it. I have one too. I can't find it. I I put on one of his one time because he he brings a change of clothing. Yeah, so, you know how people do change of he does change of hats. He does show, change right? of hats. I've never seen a so, guy do that. So he had a couple with him for each show, and I snuck one on one time, and they they look awfully cute on me. I have to say. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Meanwhile, I have a hat head. Is that? <laughs> I haven't done a meanwhile th- this week yet. No, that was my haven't. first meanwhile yeah. of the new show. <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> oh, we of, have open lines. Too. One of my favorite transitions of yours. It really is. <laughs> meanwhile is an underrated <laughs> it, transition. Line. It really is good. But I, you, you played the "I Saw Tiger" yeah. uh, song and for Tiger Wee Saw Sam. Man. Of course, I was singing that this morning. I can't oh, stop it was listening. running through my head when I woke up this morning. You're welcome. And I have you to thank for this. Well, you know, I got to do something, Harry. Okay. You got to be known for something. But how about Lisa Ann? I mean, she was, I didn't know Dan Lebetard had uh, the, the guy that was, wasn't he arrested too? Didn't the, they shut him down? The guy from Myrtle Beach. Doc, uh, Doc. Don uh, Antle. Yeah. Doc and Antle. Uh, Doc he, Antle. Even yeah. though he's not a doctor, he just plays one with a bunch of young he's chicks. He's the guy from Myrtle Beach. Yeah, he's yeah. the guy in Myrtle Beach, and he had all the like. He had uh, the wives, like the harem of he chicks. He had the harem. He yeah. was I smart. Don't, I don't think he got arrested. I thought they shut him down, They too. might have shut him down, but I don't know that he's arrested. Nobody gets arrested anymore, Harry. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> I still can't believe how big that. Sh- let's be honest. If there wasn't a quarantine, a self-quarantining situation going on, mm-hmm. where people were home every single day and every night, yeah. and they're trying to figure out what they're going to watch. How fortunate. How Would that show be as big as it is? No, not, not at if all. If there wasn't a quarantine. That's what Robin. I'm saying. How fortunate the timing for them. But a lot of people watch. They, they watch everything on, on them. Not, Robin watches seven se- seasons of show. I don't watch anything that takes seven seasons mm-hmm. to figure out. That's too many seasons. Well, I did. I I did the Game of Thrones. I've done Breaking Bad. I've done I did Breaking Sopranos. Bad only because we missed the first two seasons, mm-hmm. and everybody was saying I look like him, so I had to catch up so right. I would know what they were talking about. But that's the only show I ever binge watched. I was thinking of rewatching The Sopranos during this whole thing. Really, Harry? Yeah. No, it's man, great. Really? No, man. If you do that, Harry, you know what I'd have to call you? Mm-hmm. You're real crumb bum. <laughs> real crumb bum is what is right. <laughs> It was fantastic. Coming up, we got a lot of NFL news today, too, Harry. Do you see the competition committee now? 
There are some proposals for new rules that the uh, general managers and owners will be voting on. And every year they do this in the offseason. Yeah. So there are, and the proposals must be approved by 75% or 24 of the owners to be adopted for the new season. And teams all make their own presentations. Guess which team has uh, submitted the most rule changes this year? The Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. This stuff makes my eyes glaze over because the league has too many rules as it is. Exactly. I don't think they need more rules. They but need the, less rules. But the thing that's interesting, though, is and this one that they want to change. I'm not going to give you blue rule 15, section 2, and all that other right. crap. The referees have to know that. The rule to make permanent the expansion of automatic replay reviews to include scoring plays and turnovers negated by a foul and any successful or unsuccessful try attempt. So they want to make the expansion of the replay rules to include scoring plays and turnovers negated by a foul at any successful or unsuccessful try attempt. Now, what is try attempt? A field An extra point or a field goal? goal? Yeah, I guess it's an, that's a try. would be an extra point okay. or a field goal. I don't think they do the rouge yet. They haven't incorporated that one. Like I think they CFL. should get rid of the extra point and adopt the XFL I, I will, rule. But they won't. No, they won't. Especially now that the XFL just shut down. Yeah. They don't want people to say, oh, look, the league folds, and now the NFL is going to start adopting their mm. rules, which they should have adopted 10 years ago, but now don't want to look like they're stealing the rules of an upstart league that actually got stuff right with only five games played in their only season. I like that rule, though. Was was it one point from the two-yard line, two points from the five, and three points from the ten, I believe, is what it was. Yes, which is like a field goal. Right, but I'm I'm just saying it it eliminated the kickers. Exactly. Number one, which was fine with me. And it, it made a lot of strategy, like... You know, whether you go for one, two, or three. I No, I totally agree yeah. with you. Here's another one that the Eagles proposed. To restore preseason and regular season overtime to 15 minutes. What's a 10 now, right? Yeah. How, why does anybody want to watch an overtime in preseason? Yeah. You want to get the hell off the field. Oh, is that what, just for preseason? No, no, it's for both. Oh, to restore okay. preseason and regular season overtime to 15 minutes and implement rules to minimize the impact of the overtime coin toss. The impact of the over... Listen, if a team yeah. goes down and scores, they win. That's the way it should be. I right. don't think anybody has a problem with like that, right? Like the team who wins the toss, if they score a touchdown on that possession, game is I over. think the game should be over. And it should be, and I don't think yeah. anybody has a problem with that. But the fact that they want the preseason overtime to be the same as regular season, no. 15 <laughs> minutes, do you think the coaches... I know they want to see the players yeah. and get a chance for other players to play. You go into overtime, No. you want to get the hell off the field and get home and be safe and be healthy. Yeah, all you want is no injuries in exactly. preseason. Just do a damn tie, then Donovan McNabb will understand what's going on <laughs> if they just play to a tie in preseason and overtime. <laughs> then we won't have to get him on the air to tell us, uh, wait, ties? There's ties in preseason? <laughs> and the other one is uh, and uh, the, to minimize the impact of the overtime. The overtime coin toss has no impact. Well, the team gets the ball. It's not like before when the team who got the ball scored first game over. They changed it. They made it the team that scores a field goal first. The other team gets a then chance. Then get the ball, yeah. That's fair, right? Yeah. I mean, they don't want to go. If you give up a touchdown, I think you should lose. Exactly right. Right? But the big problem was one team got the ball. They kicked the field goal game over. That was stupid because the other team doesn't even get a chance in right. overtime when they both play to a tie. So that one, a lot of these rules are stupid. Let's be I honest. Agree. I don't even know why they sit down and try to change. Like, who came up with this? Hey, you know what? You know what's important? Those preseason games. We yeah. need to have 15 minutes of overtime. Because, you know, we do it in regular season. 
But let's be honest, Harry. I don't think they should really even play overtime in preseason because the games don't count. Exactly. <laughs> Who, which genius in the Eagles front office sat down Seriously. and said, this is what we really need to right. work on here, guys. Yeah. You know, we've we got, got a lot of time. we got a lot man. of time on our hands. Let's get down to the needy-greedy <laughs> and deal with overtime coin tosses. Really? Did you uh, hear that uh, some of the NFL people around the league think the Cowboys may have an extra advantage for the draft? Why? Because Jerry Jones and his son, I believe his name is Stephen Jones. Yes, Stephen Jones, correct. Can do it in the same house. So they'll be in the same structure. And they think that 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 could give them an advantage. Like if they're they're sitting, you know, 10 feet apart, they can communicate more easily. And some teams or somebody out there saying that that gives them an advantage. I don't know about that. People I mean, are getting crazy. They are. I mean, Jerry Jones and his son run the team. Yeah. He's the owner and GM, and his son is slash GM also. It's not like every team has the owner and the coach. By the way, there's no coach in the, in the room. Right. Well, does it really matter with Jerry Jones if the well, coach is in the room? Yeah, the coach is irrelevant. <laughs> they don't even have the coach hooked up. Right. In fact, well, they, now that Jason Garrett's not there, well, they it's don't have McCarthy to work. now, I right? know. Yeah. Is Mike McCarthy going to be in on the discussions on the draft picks with, with, and now that he's the new coach of the Dallas Cowboys with Jerry Jones? I would assume he'd be communicating with him, wouldn't he? <laughs> By Max Mike on our Twitch stream says Max Mike 51. Corey Unlin taught social distancing to the Eagles DBs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, really, they always made sure they had that 10-yard <laughs> yeah. sp- space there. Actually, it's not 10 yards. It would be six yards, right? Well, well yeah. six yards is more. What's six feet? Six feet is th- uh, two yards. Two and a half yards. No, the Eagles no, are way yards. farther away. A yard is three feet. Correct. Yeah, yeah. We're doing simple math here. <laughs> so in the NFL, if you're a defensive back, you can give the guy two yards mm-hmm. of a gap. Unless you're the Eagles, that's you give tight them, coverage. You man. give them ten yards <laughs> right. instead of ten feet, yeah, or six feet. You follow me so far? I am. Let me see. There's one good one in here though, which involves the senior technology advisor. Because one thing we agreed about the XFL is they had the individual people at each stadium facility looking at the replays as soon as they happen. Right. Not some guy sitting in North Jersey who was at Al Riveron, Al Riveron yeah. watching every game. And then having to be called and or awakened, snoozing or snoozing <laughs> yeah. between plays. So this is what the Baltimore Ravens and the Los Angeles Chargers want to rule men. If you're writing down, amend Rule 19, Section 2, to add a senior technology advisor to the referee to assist the assist the officiating crew. Senior technology advisor, Harry. So I guess this is some guy that actually sits upstairs and works for the league, not for the teams. In right. my view, the league is over-officiated and over-reviewed as it is. I totally agree with you. I totally agree to you. By the way, we have breaking news from the state liquor stores because people are wondering about alcohol. According to uh, sources here in Pennsylvania, more than 2 million people tried nearly 13 million times to access Pennsylvania's website for online liquor sales for the week ending Wednesday. And only 9,590 orders were successfully placed. Yeah, it's like prohibition in this state right now. It's like applying for unemployment or anything else. Guess what? When the government runs something and you have to go through a government website, whether it's state, local, or federal. It's going to fail. It's not going to be working properly. Or they don't have enough people to man it. So let me repeat that number. Two million people tried 13 million times to get into the Pennsylvania State Liquor Control Board's website to order booze online. Mm-hmm. 
and only five nine thousand five hundred and ninety people successfully were able to place their orders. Why don't they call Amazon and figure out how to do this stuff, right? Could you imagine if if two million people went on Amazon and tried to order something? You think only nine thousand five hundred and ninety people would get through and order? Uh, no, they. That's why Amazon is the company that it is. They get stuff done. How do you have 9,000 people out of 2 million get through to a website? Robin, you're a tech person. (laughs) And you're a math person, too, because I stink at math. But I know that's not a pretty good average, Harry. No, it's not. What's what's 9,590 into 2 million? I have no idea. It's not good. Yeah, it's not good. (laughs) That means there's a lot of really people pissed off that they couldn't get themselves a nice bottle of stateside vodka, which is the great Joe Krause brought in here today. The uh, Lima found some website to order wine and uh, vodka on. In Pennsylvania? Really? And it takes three days to get to your house. There's, You know, there's another, it used to be just a cigarette delivery place started by Drexel students. They're now multimillionaires. It's called GoPuff. GoPuff? De- yeah, they deliver all sorts of stuff. And it's one of the only places where... What about where weed? You- I mean, dra- if they don't drink delivering weed to yeah. students in, in but dorms. But you can order food, you can order alcohol, you can order... Um, and they actually have masks on there. Maybe I shouldn't say it until we get order some for ourselves, but it's a, it's it's now it's a nationwide thing. GoPuff.com. Go puff? Mm. Not Stay Puff. Are they a sponsor? No, they're not, but they should They be. just got a nice plug. Yeah, First of really all, those huge. kids are not they're well, all they're home anyway. They're, they're not sitting in their dorms anymore. I, they're all gone. My right. son told me. He went to Drexel. My son told me. I'm like, you were hanging out with the wrong kids. Why yeah. weren't you hanging out with those dudes? I don't know. That's there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunities out there. Even though people are out of work, delivery services, right? People are doing stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of charitable stuff going on. Coming up in the next hour, you know what's going to happen here, right? Huh? David Boreanaz is going to join us. Seal Team, Seal Team now. Of course, remember Bones. Yeah. Remember Angel. Remember Buffy when he was on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This guy just goes from one show to another, and they're all monster hits. And he's a friend of the program, a big hockey fan. That's a .45% success rate, Harry. You want to get booze for the Pennsylvania State Liquor? You have a .45% chance. That's less than one half of 1%. Wow. Damn. Picked a bad week to give up drinking. Coming back, Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, the whole gang. It's Friday. We're having fun right here on Sirius XM 211 and on the Twitch.tv Tony Bruno Show page. Okay. Uh, it's a quick turnaround, guys. All right. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You know, Tina, four for four, one of our followers, mm-hmm. she, she changed her th- to Quarantina. Mm-hmm. Quarantina. Nice. Awesome. People. Uh, does anyone speak Jive? Says Keef Keefum. What? K I E P H M. How would you pronounce that, Tony? I don't see it. Where are you looking? It's on. Barbara Billingsley does speak Jive. Of course, you remember from the air movie Airplane. I speak Jive. Do you? <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> no, she's Barbara Billingsley said it, Robin. When the guy said. Oh, oh yeah. Excuse me while I uh, was placing no. <laughs> When we come back, or 20. At 20. 20. Yeah, 20. 
So we're, we actually have open phones right now, 215-462-TONY. That's 215-462-8669. Did you give that out? No, I didn't give it out. I should have. Footlong foals. I know. With that vodka pour, that's exactly my drink. Right there. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. It's Friday. It's Friday. And it's Good Friday, April 10th. Big, you know, it's National Siblings Day, Harry. Did you know that? No, I did not. You have siblings? siblings? Yes, I have a sister. And I saw somebody who was a clever tweet this morning about siblings. You know, what sports teams? There have been a lot of siblings in sports. Mm. And on the NBC Sports app here in Philly, they talked about the Phillies and Philadelphia sports teams, mostly the Phillies, picking the wrong sibling. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, uh, they had Ken Brett instead of George Brett exactly. or something like that, right? But, I mean, a lot of times you don't have an option. It's right. not like you get an option to pick one brother right. over. You know, Jim, Joe DiMaggio and Dom DiMaggio. They had the wrong Giambi, too. They had I the wrong. They had right? Jeremy Giambi right. instead of Jason Giambi. That's why you need to do, like, uh, the Seahawks and just get both brothers. Exactly just, right. you know, just make sure that you have – that way you never accidentally make a mistake. Well, you don't get that opportunity in many cases. But, again, the other thing is it's a funny thing to do when you have nothing to talk about in your trial. Oh, it's siblings day. Let's talk about who, which team picked the wrong sibling. You know, I got two siblings, my two sisters. Yeah. They're siblings, and I don't pick any of them. No, are they the wrong ones? No, they're the best ones. My my older sister, Marie, she's taking care of my mom right now. They're Mm self-quarantined in Delaware County. My younger sister, Jean, has got a daughter who's a nurse who's expecting a child, and she's working, you know, in the hospital every single day. As, as a pregnant woman who's about to wow. give birth in a I month. Know. Talk about so risk. Scary. Yeah, so we think Jeez. about all these people, family members, friends, people we don't even know who are out there on the front lines of this while we're sitting in the wine cellar getting ready to open some stateside urban craft vodka. And they're delivering this now. Remember, we had the story yesterday. Yeah, that's right. Made here right in Philadelphia. It's great stuff. Zero sugar, zero carbs, and most importantly for Passover, kosher. Does that, it actually say kosher? Yes, on it? it does. It has it does. the U. You know what the symbol for kosher is? Now, you know they have symbols and everything? Mm-hmm. It's a zero with a U inside. It looks like Uber. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, now, I would have thought it would have been a K. Seven yeah. times distilled, Harry. Yeah. Not one, not two, right, not well, three. <laughs> well, Tito's is six. Well, this, this is seven, seven times distilled. Yeah. We go the extra yard here, distilling it seven times. And it's gluten-free, too. Right, right. right. It's got, basically, it's the, per- the most perfect... Substance that you can put in your body. Why do you think I do it? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) David Boreanaz is going to join us this hour. Hey, yeah, how about the you know the Morris twins, Markeef and and uh, and Marcus? Yeah, and you know the 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 other twins from Stanford, Lopez, the Lopez twins, Robin and Brooke and Brooke Lopez. Who was the better Lopez? eh? Uh, Robin. Yeah, no doubt about yeah. it. Well, that's why Robin's here. Right. So if her name was Brooke, she'd be out of here. Right. I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> a lot more NFL stuff coming up. Plus, when you talk, we got to talk about the UFC thing too. David Boreanaz is going to join us in our next second segment. And I realize, you know, since when we're going out over Sirius, what we're saying now isn't heard for a couple of minutes. And so when I give out the phone numbers, a lot of times people don't hear it. 
uh, for a couple of minutes before they could get to the phone. Because it's a delay. Exactly. Yeah. And so I'll do it before we go to a break, so I'll give people a chance to call in. David Boreanaz is going to join us in the next break. So if I give out the number now, I don't want people staying on hold, you know, for half an hour. So I'll give it out before we break when we can take phones from the people out there at 215. Write this number down. I, I, I recommend even if you can't get to a tattoo parlor because they're closed too, and you have a bottle of Indian ink at home. Remember when we used to do this when or we were kids? Or permanent ink works well, too. No, Indian ink. Remember it used to be called Indian ink? Yeah, blue. And Indigo would, blue. And you would get the bottle of permanent ink, uh-huh. and then you'd get the needle, but you'd have to sanitize it first. And then you made your own tattoos, you know, sort of like prison tats. And then you should put that phone number right there, maybe on your hand, not mm-hmm. on your neck, though. Maybe on the inside of your wrist, and not on your lower groin area, no, like, like the guy, like the, the guy the, in the, Tiger the husband, King, the first oh. husband in Tiger King. Oh, then he had it removed at the end. Remember that? Well, he had something put over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, but it was still, you could still see it on there. Yeah, it was awful. It was terrible. He put like a bird over it or something. Some some animal. Because he wrote, or, he had property of. Uh, exotic Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic, yeah. And yeah. then he had it because they got divorced. Let's just give a really quick PSA to anybody and everybody out there. Never tattoo on your body anything that starts with property of. Yeah, exactly. That's just a really good little note right yeah. there. And don't put Life any note. male or female's names on your body unless they're your children or your parents. A buddy of mine did uh, have his wife's name on his arm, and then they got divorced. And, and then he, what happened? He, he got something to design or something put over it, and you don't even notice it anymore. Yeah, Tom Arnold had Roseanne's photograph tattooed, tattooed on. onto yeah. his chest and yeah. had to do that yeah. over. Yeah, but he got a good buyout for that. I mean, you know, if, if they get paid That's to go true. away, yeah. you're willing to do whatever he you He got much do. more than me. <laughs> <laughs> and before somebody chimes in about the Lopez brothers, yes. Brooke is the better player. I said Robin because I Robin know. is I, here. Because you know people are going to do that, Yeah, right? of course I, they do. You know that, right? Yes. How big is Tom Arnold's chest? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's not that big. He's a no. little guy. Property of Tony Bruno. No, Robin's not getting that on her. Are you, Robin? No. She no. Could put that, no. She could cover her tramp stamp with that. Because <laughs> it would be much better than the tramp stamp that she has on the back. What is the tramp stamp of? It's just a, it's a comedy tragedy mask. You know the comedy oh, tragedy yeah. mask? Yeah. I designed it myself. And I hate to do it. I got to give her one of those. Yeah. Her and the tattoo artist. Went, now she had this long before I met her. Mm-hmm. Long, long time ago. Back, you know, every chick had a what, tramp stamp. Yeah, when back were then. those in? What was that time See, no, no, period? no. This, I, I didn't do it because it was in. I got it because that's the only place on a woman's body that doesn't stretch when you have children mm. and, and, and gain weight. So I knew that I would be okay. But um, then all of a sudden, it became popular. And then it was coined as a tramp stamp. I'm right. like, wait a minute. That's not what I wanted to get. Mm-hmm. So Is it a tramp stamp if a guy gets one there too? I never, I never really understood not, that. I, I never understood it either. But no. hey, well, I, again, not that there's anything wrong with it. I was no. just curious. Although guys get it on the front of their stomachs. I, I don't I know can't why. Can't imagine but... like getting any any. <laughs> I'm just not into tattoos. I mean, I think it looks good on on people, but for me, like I would. Never, I don't have any either. What would I put on my body that would that I'd want on permanent? The master. The master's logo. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, people are commenting on Larry on uh, Harry's uh, wardrobe because mm-hmm. Harry's a big golf guy, and that is not the same master shirt that he was wearing the other day. No, I had a shirt on Tuesday <laughs> that was similar, but it wasn't the same shirt. But it was a striped shirt, yes. right? It's all Peter Millar. Peter Millar. Yeah. Don't know it's him. quality stuff. Not Kevin Millar. No, no, or no. Kevin Pillar. No, this is made. Uh, I think they're in Raleigh, North Carolina. They're, this is in a New England thing. So you got the. 
Masters, your second. How many Masters shirts do you have? Two. So you have two Masters shirts, which you have on, and then over it today, you're wearing a vest. Yeah. Which is from your golf club, the 1912 cl- Club. Correct. Not the 1912 uh, Bubblegum Company. Wasn't there a group like that, something like that? But anyway, I'll be watching the Masters this weekend, Harry. Yeah. With Jim Nance with the enhancements. I know. And all, not Jim doesn't have any enhancements, I don't think. But. <laughs> got a lot of uh, rave reviews on our conversation with Jim Yeah, that yesterday. was a lot of fun. Yeah. As we said, he just he wouldn't stop. No. I was waiting for him to, to them to give us the, hey, he's been on for 20 minutes. Let him go. Right. He just kept going. I know. 24 minutes with Jim Nance. That was a lot of fun. Because <laughs> he was having fun. That's the thing. You know, sometimes when these you know people go out, athletes, celebrities, movie stars, to promote a movie or something. Yeah, they're, they're only be, doing it because they have to. Yeah, do it. and they're yeah. like bored because they've done fifteen of them in one day, and they're going from one station to the other. Right. Jim Nance had done a ton of them, but he just sat on there and just, he was waxing philosophical, waxing poetic. He ended up saying that we put him in a better place. Yes, we did. How about that? We do that. You're welcome, Jim Nance. Yes, Jim. It's our tribute to you. Hello, friends. Let's go to uh, Mike out on the phone in Orange County. Mike, what's going on? Is it still raining out west? <laughs> Tony, it's raining cats and dogs still. How are you guys? Good. Now, how the hell does it rain every day? And Cal lived there for 11 years. We, <laughs> didn't, get, we didn't get three days of rain. Is this, are there locusts? I saw there was a, a, a locust invasion somewhere. A swarm of locusts descended on one country. I think it was yeah. after. Yeah, look it up. Well, Robert. that's a not... sign of the end of the world. Yeah, I mean, what? locusts. Yeah. We got viruses. We raining got in California. Raining. How many consecutive yeah, yeah, yeah. days has it been raining out there? Since you come on the air, when was that? Monday? Monday. Yes. It started? It's been raining. For wow. five days? If it rains seven days and seven nights, you better start building an ark if you can get the lumber. <laughs> if you can get the Home Depot before the weekend... And they'll allow you in. Sorry, as you know, we got a lot of Home Depots out here in Orange County. You know, I, mean, in I know. There's a Home, De- there's a Home Depot literally in every corner, kind of like a Chase Bank. I had the great, I had the great Home Depot in Playa Vista, which was the closest one to our house in Venice. <laughs> mm-hmm. I go there every day, and then there'd be like 50 guys in the parking lot looking for work. Really? You know, yeah. Oh, the, oh, the Mexican dudes, and they were great. You know, you get a car, I bought a. Oh well, yeah, because the contractors come in there exactly. to get their stuff, and then and they these might guys work their asses yeah. off. I said, "Hey, I bought a big palm tree sure. for the front of my house. I got I hired a couple yeah. of guys, paid them to help me put it in. Yeah. Boom, got it in. Bought a book. Bought a boom. Done. All set. Hey, I ran into Frank Stallone, by the way. I, I would run into huh? like Frank. St- the was best he part, looking for work too? Uh, the Frank best part Stallone of going, Playa Vista. The best point about going in. The best part about going into a Playa, uh, into a store, a Home Depot, anywhere in California. You never know who you're going to run into. I'm at the checkout line, and Frank Stallone's in front of me. He turns around and he recognizes me, and I recognize him. And our friendship started from a from a Home Depot <laughs> Express line in Playa Vista, California. Here, wow! I saw Sofia Vergara walking down Cattell <laughs> Avenue in Anna. Listen to this. I'm going to work. Listen, I've been there my whole life. So we're walking to the Anti Convention Center for uh, I don't know what the hell we're doing there. Yeah, we're going over there. She's walking back on Catella from CVS as her CVS bag with, uh, let's see, what's her husband's name again? The big dude, Joe, right? Joe Munch, yes. whatever his name is. Yeah, the big yeah, Italian I'm walking, dude. I, you know, there's Sophia Vergara. Tony, he doesn't phase anybody out here. You know no, what I'm I know that. I'd it's, sit in restaurants and I'd say, oh, look, people would say, oh, look, you see who that is over there? And this is when she was married to uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Who's the blonde that was in... Uh, Who's that? Uh, uh, I don't know. Oh. Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Wasn't she married? No, who was she married to? I don't think she was married. Oh, 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 oh. 
Oh, yeah. Um, what's the dude's name? He's from that TV show. What, uh, Ryan oh, Philippe. God, one of yes, that's who it was. Ryan Philippe. Okay. Ryan, Ryan Philippe. So Ryan Philippe and Reese Witherspoon were sitting at the next table. And I didn't, I, you know, I don't go around. I'm not looking for celebrities. I'm not having lunch. But, yeah. there are people, but that, that's the thing about celebrities in California. They don't care. They go out. Yeah. You know, people don't bother them for the most part because they go to different places. You know, it depends on where they go. Everybody's used to it because they're walking around any, everywhere. Even I was considered a celebrity in some places. I only sign body parts, though. I learned from, the, I learned from one of the great DJs of all time. Yeah. To sign body parts. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah. right? Well, of By course. the way, Lisa Ann. I yes. saw Lisa Ann about five weeks ago. You know the morning men? You know the morning yeah, men. Yeah, absolutely. Bad, bad chick. Exactly. Bad chick. Yeah. Yeah. They, they had an event out here in L.A., they had a morning man for you hear about this California thing. They came out to LA right. before everything went sideways. Lisa Ann was there. So we got to at least very nice lady. She's great. I love her. Very nice. What what incredible transformation in her career. It's pretty incredible, you think about. I've had you a good transformation go too. I've had <laughs> no, I haven't had any work done though. No, but no, she's she's phenomenal. <laughs> You're still transitioning. That's that's the advantage of living in LA versus living in Philly. You know, no, no. Yeah. You know, Lisa Ann's not walking down my street no. at any given moment. She's you know in I mean? New York too. Yeah, she's in New York yeah. and LA. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, Tony, real quick. L.A. Philly, great moment. L.A. Philly, sports moment. What about Magic's Game 6 against you guys in 1980? Oh, he did well, everything. That's the best. That's the one where Jabbar was He played, was, he was played every yeah. position, Unbelievable. basically. He played center. Yeah. He played 42. every position on the floor. Yeah. No, that was phenomenal. What was it like in Philly when he did that? Well, he I mean, just came in and... He was incredible, and Jamal Wilkes had a big game that game too. By the way, absolutely. But, no, I mean, I, no. You had to love Magic. I mean, even though you, you know, you weren't aren't Laker well, fans in Philly, you, you, when you watch that performance by Magic and that Laker team, and Magic played because, as you mentioned, Kareem was hurt and he dominated yep. at the center position. He was a rookie that year, yep. I believe. Was like, that his rookie I think year? He was, was a rookie. He was a rookie. Yeah, that's great. Not he told right. He told he told uh, well, Paul Wesson at the time. Mm-hmm. He goes, "I can play center. Don't worry about it. I got this." One of the great performances ever. No so doubt about it. What about the Dodgers Phillies? Playoffs in '77 and '8. Do you remember those battles? Absolutely. Is that, is that the Rick Monday? Do you, uh, you remember this, Tony? Big Davalio hit a ball off the wall at the vet. Let me know if you remember that. And Manny Moda got a single. Manny the Moda. The Dodgers are down to the last out. Big Davalio, back wow. hands and all, hit one off the wall, and then Manny Moda came up. Man. Not Manny Moda, Jack. No, Manny Moda, one of the Moda brothers. <laughs> Manny Moda, the all-time leader in pinch hits. Yeah. By the way, you know today is a big anniversary. Today was the, is the anniversary of when Veterans Stadium opened on this date, April tenth, nineteen seventy-one. Seventy-one. Yeah. And you know who was there for that opening yeah. day, Harry? You. Yours truly, Tony Bruno, in the press you box. You were there for so, opening day. You know, who hit the first home run in Veterans Stadium. Who did they play that day? Uh, I have no idea. I know Don Money hit the first home run there. Remember Don oh, Money? Yeah, sure. The, oh, the God. Milwaukee. Play. I think he played for the Minnesota Twins. Was he a third baseman? Third baseman. Yeah. That is great knowledge. Yeah. That, that was it, the anniversary. Veteran Stadium. When it opened, it was, was a palace. That was a state-of-the-art stadium back then. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that was all, all those cookie cutters because they could play football Riverfly. and baseball. Yeah. Multi-purpose stadiums. Yes. And then they the all became toilets. You know, Angel Stadium. Exactly. 66. But what a transformation there. The Rams came. You remember that in 80? I remember them all, man. Stadium. I, most well, yeah, of them were they, not good, unfortunately. The locker room flooded, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Right, Mike, we're having great fun here. we got a break because you know who's coming up next. All right, my friend. You guys are doing great.
Thank you. Was the Montreal? Was it the Montreal Expos? It was the Expos. Mm. That's right. 1971. They beat the Expos four to one before an audience of 55,352. The first at bat dropped by the helicopter man, and Mike Irish Mike Ryan was the catcher and had the the cojones to stand there and catch a ball dropped from a helicopter. Wow! And he made the play. Jim Bunning, the winning pitcher that day. Bill Stoneman took the loss for your Expos. How about that? <laughs> and uh, who had the first hit? Larry Boa. Larry Boa. The stadium's first hit, and I mentioned Don Money, slugged the first home run. And all those years later, it became the world's biggest toilet, inside and out, after opening up as a beautiful showplace stadium in South Philadelphia. Coming up, more of your calls at 215-462-TONY. And you know what else is coming up? David Boreanaz. Angel, Bones, you can call him anything. SEAL Team. SEAL Team. He's coming up next. We'll talk hockey. We'll talk what's going on on TV, what's going on in L.A., what's going on with his kids. He's just like everybody else now. We're stuck in this together. He's going to join us next right here on a Friday, free for all, a good Friday, on Sirius XM, the Dan Patrick Channel 211. All right. SEAL Team is has three seasons, 61 episodes so yeah, far. Yeah, they just completed their third season. Yeah, and... Um, what was the episode where he wore the... Uh, There's something wrong with the The Oscar. Because you're coming back down to me. That was where the feedback was coming the, from. The uh, Oscar Strong. From this? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I'm not going to worry about it right now. All right. Do you just want me to mute the channel then? Yeah. Okay. Just because I have it unplugged. I mean, I have it unplugged. No, no. Like, just... So remember we were tinkering with inputs and outputs yesterday? Oh. Uh, that something. Oh, so that. You guys are talking and the phone call is coming back to the board. That's why I think it's feeding back. What, like Lisa Ann's call? Is yeah, that what yeah. you're talking about? So I think that was a problem. I was trying hmm. to figure out. What in the world could that be? Uh, 61 episode, you said, Robin, or 66? It's not like you can add or really subtract anything. When the channels are on, it's there. Hmm. But it should be already set up that the phone call shouldn't be feeding to it. Hmm. Yeah, it sounded like there was it was a it was a return yeah, thing. So, I, so it's coming back from here. Yes. Well, but that can't be. She said no. She, she had no, a headset but, on. But she had a headset on, so we figured that that was what was going on. However, um, there wasn't any on the last phone call. The last phone call sounded fine. Oh, I'm hearing, I'm hearing you back down the line when you're talking. Are we calling the guest at 420? Um, he no, he's calling in. At, at but if you mute, area, if you mute it, then people can't hear, or can they still hear? They're still hearing, right? I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. Hold on. Let me just see. This guy, Jay Crooklyn, says, you got a better chance of getting a paycheck from the XFL in May than you do you all the booze online sh- from the Pennsylvania Liquor yeah, Control right. Board. <laughs> let me see if that changes it because it shouldn't. It shouldn't have that issue, but I just fixed something in here. I'm still hearing you down the You are? Yeah. There it is. <laughs> Joe Quillen, one of our friends. 
Tiger Woods. I've got mugshot. I've got my master shirt oh. on too, and he's got the red shirt with Tiger Woods mugshot. Mug That's just wrong, man. Let me look. No, it's the focus right. Joe, the great Joe Quills. Weird. Yeah, just muted. I guess as long as as long as everybody can hear out. Yes, the Expos did play at Jerry Park before yeah. they went yeah. to okay. Olympic okay. Stadium in Olympic Montreal. That was a dump too. Okay. Oh yeah. Jari Park. Jari Park. That was like a minor league stadium. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It, it was what was there before they built Olympic Stadium. What's his character's name, Robin? Uh, it's the Bravo team, I know that. Yeah, Bravo team. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Welcome back, Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Miss Robin, hunkered down in the wine cellar. Plenty of alcohol, which we can use as sanitizer in case we run out. And you know, a lot of these vodka companies are making sanitizer. Oh, they are? Yeah, because uh, in addition, the Tito's is making hand sanitizer. They label it, too. Oh, yeah, Tito's, yeah. You don't right? drink the end. Yeah, it's no, nice. I'm just saying, you put a little Tito's label on the exactly. hand sanitizer. Because there's an hand sanitizer. We know how to do our own, make it at home. Alcohol, rubbing alcohol, and aloe. Yeah, but you got to have at least 60% of the alcohol in there, or it's not going to work. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Let's go to a man who's probably not drinking because he's home parenting. You he know, might need not, to drink. When he's not playing a, a Navy SEAL on the hit CBS show. SEAL Team. SEAL Team. Jason Hayes, not Harry Mays. He's no. Jason Hayes. And he is our good friend David Boreanaz, hunkered down Otherwise right now known as Professor Boreanaz. Professor. He's a parrot. He's a Navy SEAL. And right now he's like everybody else, stuck at home. Oh, what, did we lose him? Somebody ah. Okay. David, are you there? Hello? No, uh -oh. he's gone. Did we lose him like that? He's gone. I hear somebody on the phone. Just like that. Yeah. I hear somebody. No, is that David? There. Well, whose mic is making noises? Hello? You're hearing things. Oh, we'll have call, call back. back. All right. That's the first time that's happened this week. Not Michael P.S. Hayes. He is gone. A lot of people saying drinking does help you parent. Our good one of our great friends on, on Twitter, at Tony Bruno Show on Twitter. Uh, you have a better chance of getting a paycheck in May from the XFL than you do of completing a booze order from the state of Pennsylvania <laughs> online, online yes. from Pennsylvania Wine and Spirits. That's, that's a good tweet. That is a good tweet. The XFL checks are going out, but you can't order booze in Pennsylvania. California doesn't have those problems. I believe he's with us now, the great David Boreanaz. How are you, man? We haven't talked to you in a long time. Tony, Harry, what's going on? Nice to hear you guys, your voices. I'm glad that everyone's staying safe. Are you are you on uh, social distancing there from Mike's stuff? Are you in remote locations? What's going on? Oh, we're in my wine cellar in South Philadelphia in the shadows of the Tomorrow sports complex. But we built this studio, David. When we, when we, Rob and I bought this house in four years ago, we, we gutted the basement dug down four feet because you can't walk in these small homes in South Philly. And so, no, no. And so we, re we did the whole thing, and then we built the studio down here. Long before the pandemic, we were doing shows down here on Twitch. And now, our first week on Sirius XM, Channel 211. Congratulations. Awesome. Congratulations. I'm happy to be part of the week. 
Well, thank you, man. I know you. You know you just finished up season three already. This is it's. We were just doing bones, and now you're through three seasons already of SEAL Team, man. What's going on? I know. Crazy. Well, we didn't. We didn't officially. We finished the season because we were obviously shut down for reasons that everybody knows. Unless you live under a rock or you're in Peru somewhere, and I don't know why what you're doing. But uh, yeah, we were two episodes out, finished, and then we got shut down. Um, but uh, yeah, the show is doing great. I mean, you know, humbling experience to be a part of working with these veterans and these real live, you know, these tier one operators who were with Delta Force and who are the real deal. So it's pretty heavy, and I, can't, I couldn't be happier with the cast and the crew that we're on right now. But it, it goes fast. It's weird how Bones ended with such a great run, and then I think it was off for about two months, and then I hopped on this thing, and it's just it's taken off. So very blessed, and uh, I'm, I'm proud to be a part of this one. Now, because some shows have had season finales, because I get they wrapped earlier than you. So when you guys get back to finishing up, yeah. You, will, you will show the last two, how many episodes, the final two of season three? Is that how it's going to work? Well, we don't, a lot of people don't know what's going on. I mean, as far as it, it's the network studios, everybody out here is flipping out. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. It's like virtual meetings. So stupid. <laughs> but uh, they will, we, what we will do is more than likely those two episodes that we were in the middle of shooting will uh, hopefully be the start of season three that has not officially been picked up, but we're looking pretty good. Um, so the, the season finale will end up being what it is and wasn't supposed to be. So it's going to be pretty interesting. And I don't want to give away too much in that, but I will say that it's, it's actually a pretty cool way it's going to end for season three, and uh, it's definitely going to be exciting. But there is going to be a season four, right? This isn't the end of the show, correct? Well, yeah, no, it's, I, I don't... If you're asking me personally, I don't think that it is. Um, you know, uh, we haven't officially uh, gotten the nod yet from the network, but uh, we're pretty confident uh, in the way we're we're showing and the, where the show is right now that we're, we look pretty good. But you never know. It's Hollywood, and people can just wake up in a bad mood and be like, ah, oh, your, your show's done. So I don't, They're not going to go Dan Fouts on you because they just got rid of Dan Fouts over at CBS Sports as part of the... Uh, is it really? Yes. Wow. It's an outrage. Well, I know the mayor of Los Angeles just uh, uh, just put out a word saying if you snitch on people being social, uh, so not being socially distanced, you get a reward. So I don't know what's going on. I think that's crazy. To be honest, I've never heard of it before. <laughs> How much are you missing hockey, man? I'm actually watching the Sabres, the Devils right now, the <laughs> 1994 classic game. So wow. I've kind of I keep watching classics. I, you know, it's crazy because this far was this would have been the week where the start of the Stanley Cup final right. I think the Flyers probably would have been uh, in that run and uh, you know Carter Hart probably his first time in the playoffs and you know the team was really clicking on so many levels oh yeah they um, were having a all that year. happened they, they 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 found themselves it took a while you know honestly it was weird beginning to the season and then how it kind of unfolded and you know the unfortunate news about Oscar Lindblom which really was a blow to blow to the team, but they, they rallied around it, and, you know, I know the people over at Biscuit Tees put out shirts and stuff like that, and that's another great company, but, you know, they were rolling, and it took a while to get that identity, and I think they kind of did, so, you know, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think the season is going to continue. I don't see how that could happen. Yeah, and, and you wore an Oscar Strong shirt on one of your episodes of SEAL Team, and everybody Many. noticed that. Yeah, I got I got the Oscar Strong. I, all I need 
Tony B uh, t-shirt right now, or the Harry Mays. T-shirt. Yeah, we got to make one up because you better wear it on there, man. Especially when you're like oh, it's a fire you fight. You know me. I would do anything for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need, man. I need to get the word out there. When you're blowing up something, because there's a lot of gunfire. It's a, how cool is yeah. it to shoot the guns even though you're not really shooting anything? You're shooting blanks, but you're still firing all these ma- amazing weapons. Yeah, it's pretty intense. And, you know, we shoot the show very much like a documentary-style show. If you haven't seen the show, you should check it out. Um, it's, a, it's just a lot of fun. And, you know, it's a great group of guys that we have that are, are playing all these operators. I, I play um, the Tier 1 operator, Bravo 1. He's known as Bravo 1. So, um, yeah, when we get in there and start battling, and, you know, we're shooting guns and, you know, going through the routine and the technique that they do and breaching doors and explosions, it gets it gets pretty crazy, but fun. You know, it, it definitely we're very safe, and because uh, we have the real guys on set with us. I mean, this is no like kind of I wouldn't call them technical advisors because we just had like the real guys came in. Mark Owen, who sold the show, he was in thirteen deployments. You know, he was in the Bin Laden raid. He he was second in um, Captain Phillips. So we're, we're we're doing some good stuff on this show. How's the quarantining going at home for you and the family? I don't know. And I always feel like I'm quarantined. (laughs) 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 I don't freaking know. Honestly, it really hasn't any change. I just go from room to room and try to get a workout in here or there. You know, when when, when this kind of whole thing went down, I was pretty beat up physically and mentally from the show from a long season. Um, So I think I just slept four days straight pretty much, and just chilled and then got up, and I didn't know where. It was like Twilight Zone for me. But, you know, I'm sure everyone is, you know, doing what they can during these times, and it's going to be freaky how it all ends. I mean, like, how do we come out? What happens now? Like, what are we allowed to do in two months? Like, it's it's going to be odd, I think. Now, David, this is Robin. When, When I called you the other day to see if you had time to come on the show, you were in the middle of class with your kids, and you sounded pretty darn stressed. Well, you know, when you're battling a fax machine and you're in quarantine, you got a kid upstairs, you got to try and get the proper homework done. It's a, it's a little stressful. And to be honest, I didn't know. I saw this phone number come up from Hadville, New Jersey. I was like, who the hell is calling me from New Jersey? <laughs> and then I picked it up, and I'm like, oh, yes, okay, uh, in the middle here or something, let me get back to you. Hey, yeah, why didn't you call from my stuff. number? At least he has. See, that's what Robin uses, a different I know, number. Robin, you, yeah, but that's how Robin gets it. sneaks it in. You yeah, because he would have probably tried to ignore you. No, nah, he would have picked <laughs> it right up. No he way. saw my name on his phone. You know what? I see his name comes up. I would have FaceTimed you right away. Even in the middle of battling a fax machine, I would have done that. Very, stand a chance. Now, I know a lot of people who don't know your background. I mean, obviously, you grew up here in the Philly. Even yeah. though your dad was from Buffalo, you grew, you were yeah. born in Buffalo. You, ra- you were raised in Philly because your dad, David, Dave, your dad is David Boreas. We knew him here as Dave Roberts yeah. on Channel 6, the ABC station, for decades. So you grew up here. You were from Buffalo, yeah. but you grew up and went to school here. And then you moved yeah. to L.A. and did the movie star thing. So people are wondering, why aren't you a Sabres fan? Why aren't you an L.A. Kings fan? You know, why are you a right. Flyers fan? Well, you know, when I, when I moved to Philadelphia, and, you know, I, you know, I have a lot of, you know, love for those teams, but not as much as the Flyers. I mean, I went and saw a game, Spectrum, that was my dad up at the 700 level, and ironically, they were playing the Sabres. My dad took me because we just moved to the area. You know, it was kind of like melancholy, missing Buffalo. And literally, by the end of the second period, I was done. I was orange and black. I was bleeding on the way out. <laughs> just, the, I mean, my dad's like, I don't think you should 
stand up and cheer when these when the Sabres scored. I think I did, and I got it hard. It was not. You know, in the 700 level spectrum. Well, no, no, the spectrum. Like no, I don't want people to rip switch. you. You know, the vet had the 700. That's just the upper deck at the spectrum. There was no 700 yeah. level. I don't want people ripping you because people, did, you know, will say, "Wait a minute, they wasn't there because there's no 700 level at the spectrum." Uh, upper deck. Okay. Whatever. Is it the upper deck? You know how people are. Everybody knows on Twitter already. People on Twitter are like, there's no 700 level at the Spectrum. He didn't go there. He's lying. (laughs) (laughs) I know they had a prison in the the, prison vet. That's right. Yeah, they did. Blew that down. So, yeah, being able to see those players like Bobby Clark, Bill Barber uh, play on that ice was, you know, I just walked out saying, this team's awesome. So, you know, and I got a chance to, you know, just grow with them and going through the teenage years at high school, Malvern Prep, and then moving out to Ithaca and then coming out here and always follow them and then, you know, become really great friends with a lot of the players and the organization. And when I go back, I love to go to Voorhees and hang out with the boys. And, you know, the listen, boys. it's a great sport. The boys. Hang with the organization. The you, know, you, know, you know a lot of the guys in the organization, eh? In the organization, <laughs> you know. So... <laughs> but only in hockey do they do the boys. Oh, it's yeah, so the boys. Yeah, it's always the boys. Yeah, for the boys. No, you forgot Bernie. Don't forget Bernie Perron, whose wife, you know, his beautiful wife. Yeah. Doing a lot of good yes. stuff. Bernie just had a big birthday last week. Yes, yes. And I know his daughter's doing great stuff with biscuit teas, and they, they put out the Oscar shirt, and uh, I wear a lot of those T-shirts on the show. Um, I just, you know what, I just love the I love the city. I love the sports fans. I love everything about it. You know, it's just a, it's a great city. You know, and I and you guys are in your wine cellar right now. I'm sure you're getting ready to uncork something. Oh yeah, we have, right. we're going. Up. See, Robin and I are. Everybody's gaining weight. Robin and I went on a keto diet at the beginning of March, and I've dropped 15 pounds. So I while lost most 14. people, while most people are putting weight on now, I'm losing weight, which is a win-win. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's interesting. Yeah. So then, when you come out of quarantine, you're going to start pounding the hoagies. Steak. Cheese. I haven't had a cheesesteak in like six months, and I don't really need cheesesteaks. You know, when you live here, right. you're not running to Pats and Geno's no. every ten minutes no. like people see <laughs> on TV <laughs> all the time. But I do love me. I love cheesesteaks. But you know what? Now you know. Hopefully, when we get to June and July and things calm down considerably, and people can go out yeah. and you know, like we can't have pizza. I can't have pasta. I can't have red wine. I can't have everything okay. that I have to have to survive. But yet we're doing right. it somehow. Hey, that's fantastic, man. It's willpower. God bless you, man. You know what? You've always had that. So I think it's great. I should be you on know, SEAL team. I should be one of those guys crawling through the, yes. crawling underneath like jeeps and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, crawl underneath what? Jeeps, jeeps, under- jeeps and stuff. <laughs> crawl underneath. <laughs> not, not tanks, though. I don't want to go under a tank. I don't want to get run over by one of those tracks. They're pretty yeah, heavy. Going, F- going FYI, Tony, you need to wait and lose a few <laughs> more pounds because right now you'd still get stuck. Yeah. No, I would. Come on, Robin. <laughs> I would. Don't worry about Robin. There's the guy. You have to surround yourself with the point. You have to. That's the motto. David Boreanaz at home. So the kids, so now do you like do like regular school, like on weekends? You say, okay, kids, get away from me. You stay in the house. Just go in another part of the house. No schoolwork. You don't do schoolwork like seven days a week as a parent now, do you? No, but like break right now. <laughs> break. You want a break right now? They're on spring break. Oh, they're today. on. They're on spring. No, they've closed the schools in the state of Pennsylvania for the rest of the school year. The school year, year is done. It yeah. schools yeah. out for summer. Have they done it's that out. in California? Yes, they have. It's over summer school canceled. I mean, I don't even know. Quite honestly, I heard some of these colleges are not even. You know, uh, you don't have to do the SATs. That's a whole other thing. Like, like I feel, I feel really bad for 
the seniors, you know, who are graduating. Because, <clears throat> you know, it was big when I graduated high school. That was a big thing. Yeah. Get the keg at Upper Darby, tap it, and then get chased by the cops. That was a huge party. You can't have that now. <laughs> well, I don't think you'd want to go to Upper Darby no. right now and open a keg. No. But that's no, just no. Me. On the golf course, late at night. Oh, okay. That was the move. That was the move late at night. We had no, nothing else to do. You either went to the point, right? Right? <laughs> it's like junior, senior year. So we went. Uh, now, we but you weren't a Jersey order. Shore guy, were you? I was now, you know, I went to the Jersey Shore a, a, a few times. But, yeah, I, I, I put in the place quite often. You know, I always got terrified of Jersey Shore. Every time you had the fake ID in your back pocket, you're rolling up to that bouncer, it was like maddening. You had to have you had to have the best game face ever. Yeah. Or not only would the lights be taken away, but you'd be thrown in fast. They don't mess around those Jersey Troopers. No, they don't. But the California, again, don't snitch. Remember when snitches got stitches? Now snitches get awards in California. Now they get awards. Yeah. I don't understand. What's going on with our freedom? It's ridiculous. Now, are you coughing there? Are you right? Have you been tested? How do you feel? I feel fine. <laughs> My body aches. I'm okay. Listen, man, I can't. It's a very dry cough. I'm very sick. I heard it's so, been raining out there. All, it's been raining all week, right? It's it's pouring rain. It's the weirdest thing. In Big Bear, that's like three inches of snow, which is about a three-hour drive from us. That's like, that's an epic snowstorm. I, I mean, know. They had two wife, feet. They had two wife, feet in Maine. David, they had two feet in Maine last night. My wife was telling me that the, the government can control the weather. They can make storms happen. Mm-hmm. That's a true, that's a fact. Have Wait a minute, does she have out? a tinfoil hat on right now? <laughs> she does. Why, why is she walking around with tinfoil? <laughs> I was I told that too. That di- I really don't think you're on a keto diet right now. I think that it's that something that's opened up or some screw top just got opened. No, no, so, we, have, we have a bottle of stateside vodka that we're ready to I pop do. open. Made here in Philadelphia in Port Richmond. Did you distilled know seven times. Seven yeah. times distilled. It's kosher for Passover. It's gluten-free, no sugar, no carbs. Seven yes. times distilled. Hey, did you uh, did you guys take some time to, you know, recognize Good Friday today? You know, can't eat meat, you know, grilled cheese and cheese pizzas only. I had, ba- I had bacon and eggs. Is that is that a violation? Jesus, you're done, bro. I know. My mom's, gonna, my mom's already what? doing a rosary for me today. <laughs> I, I my mom, too. She's done three novenas already. <laughs> <laughs> now, is she in Buffalo? Or is she in Buffalo or in the Philly area still? They're in Philadelphia. Why would they be in Buffalo? I don't know. I thought your dad moved back to Buffalo after he retired. No way. That would never happen. It's not no way. Are you ripping Buffalo uh, now? This not, I'm not even close to ripping Buffalo right now. Not even close. Dominic Hossett's in goal right now. I'm watching this classic game. And I'm screaming at the, I was watching the, the Stanley Cup finals between the Flyers and the Canadians in 76 oh, man. last week, right? Because I was bored. My wife is sitting next to me. I'm screaming at the television. I'm so into it. She's like, what's wrong with you? I said, the Flyers had a great opportunity to put in that, and they didn't do it. She said, it's from 1976. <laughs> what are you, mental? That's the hat, the, remember, that was hat trick in 76. I mean, the Flyers had won two in a row. Yeah, they won two in a row, but there was something so deep down inside of me that I thought they were actually going to win the game. It was the Canadians, right? <laughs> it was like, you know, <laughs> messed up, man. Fox Sports 1 re-ran the Eagles-Giants 31-10 uh, to 10 game last night where, you know, Deshaun okay. Jackson gets the touchdown on the last punt. Oh, the miracle. Or, okay. or the, the miracle yeah, of Maryland's two. Number two, yeah. Right, and Deshaun Jackson's waiting for the punt. He fumbles it, picks it up. Yeah. And remember, yeah. it was, uh, ha- what was his name, Dodge? The punter the for punter. the Giants yeah. punted it right to Deshaun Jackson. 
drops it, picks it up, and goes into the house as time expires. But then he ran up the Yeah, he ran sideways and then went into the end zone. The game was over, man. And speaking of the Eagles, they're going to have a pretty good team this year. I think the Eagles are going to be good. I'm excited about their acquisitions. I like this this guy that they picked up, Spry. No, Slay. Slay. Darius Slay. Slay. Yeah, Darius Slay. Yeah, Spry. Eat Spry gum. Yes, Darius Slay. I like Darius Slay. What about your Rams and your Chargers out there? (laughs) Whoa, slow down. What do you mean, my Rams and Chargers? (laughs) Are you trying to catch me with a with a trick question or something? So you don't like any of the? See, see, when I moved to LA for eleven years, I didn't. You know, listen, I love the Lakers, but I was a Philly guy when the Phillies went out. The Sixers went out there and they beat the Lakers in Game One. I was the guy yeah. who predicted that. I was standing there going crazy because I was on the air in L.A., and everybody's they're yeah. crazy. The Lakers Sixers aren't going to win a game, and then they went out and won game one. <laughs> I remember being on the floor at Staples Center, yeah. jumping up and down. That was all. That was about all you did. That was, then it was over. Then it was over, yes. Then, then it, was, it went fast. I, I'm diehard. I'm diehard. <laughs> That's it. Flyers. Sixers. But you do skate with the Kings every once in a while, though. I know that. But I have, I've seen that. You know, I know some of the, I know some of the boys of the Kings but you know what? The Kings are, uh, you know, they, they went, they're going through a change right now. You know, when they were in the Cubs, Carter and Ritchie, man, it was the Fat Five, it's the Flyers, the boys. <laughs> been over the top as far as I'm concerned. So it's like, you know, LA, LA Flyers West. Yep. You know, you need to get out of the house a little bit. I mean, I think you and I, all of us, yeah. need to get out soon. Yeah. And hopefully it will end soon. And we can all go out again and play with the kids and, and try to have somewhat of a normal life He's again. watching hockey from the 70s. I know. You're watching, watching the Masters from 1975. Exactly. There's something wrong so with boring, us. Man, come on. When I get depressed, I put, in the Eagles, I put in the Eagles-Cowboys game in the Troy Aikman rookie year when Aikman oh. got sacked 11 times. Oh, yeah. That's what gets me wow. out of my doldrums every once in a while. I have it on VHS. <laughs> I have the Troy Aikman 11 yeah, v- sack game. VHS, you got the VHS tape. <laughs> and it's still disaster. blinking 12 o'clock. I never changed oh, well, it, man. It was a, you know what, Tony? It was a good week for you on Sirius XM. There's always an opening somewhere down the line. <laughs> Thank, I got a job to do sports talk when no sports exists. Right. How great is that, man? Is that <laughs> unbelievable? Yeah, man, you're the prompt, dude. I'm telling you, you're the king of Philly, man. That's what it takes. You're the airwave guy. Well, Both of you, you and Mace. You, got it, you guys roll, and you're always so kind and... I'm, I'm so happy that I'm a part of this week with you guys, and I just want to wish you the best of luck. Well, thank you, man. Thanks, man. We'll stay in touch. Hopefully we get everything yeah. going, and SEAL team can go out there, and you can start shooting those fake guns again and blowing, yeah. them, blowing sure. up the bad guys, man. Okay, that sounds good. I'll, I'll be the hero. Let's Ladies and gentlemen, oh, put your oh. hands together. The man, he was Angel. He was in Buffy. He was in Bones. <laughs> and now he's in SEAL team. Yeah, and Bravo at, one, baby. At David, That's it. Un- one. At David underscore Boreanis on Twitter. Exactly right. Oh, no, no. It's IMDB Boreanis. It's not Get it right. What is it oh. now? IMDB Boreanis. IMDB Boreanis? Yes. That's, ah, your, that's your Twitter handle? Yeah. No, it's, that is my uh, Instagram handle. Oh, that's oh, Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, but it, on Twitter, you're under David underscore Boreanis. Yeah. Yes, I am. Right. And you're verified, so we know he you're is. safe. Flute I'm verified, checkmark. but I don't do Twitter anymore. If you, if you like, talk on Twitter, you get attacked by every politician. Yeah, I, I agree. Oh, it's okay. Destructive. All right, so we'll follow you on Instagram. I man. think a lot of people are doing that. Like, I know. You know, yeah. You know, moving from Twitter to mm-hmm. Instagram. I don't blame them. Well, I get the Instagram chicks on there. That's why I go on. Oh, well, yeah. I'm like the ballers and stuff. All right. The boys. David oh. Boyan, it's great to talk to you, brother. <laughs> All right, man. Take care. Have a great Happy Easter, Happy Easter man. Be safe out there. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. Put your hands together.
Love him. You know what's great about that? Here he is, a big actor. He's just a guy. He's just a regular guy yeah. like all of us. Oh, he's cool. He's a real guy. How can you not love him? That is, uh, I mean, I got to check out the show. It sounds like a great show. It is. I, I haven't been watching I've never a lot watched of these shows. Because I love blowing up stuff. We got to go, Tony Bruno. Oh, we're going to take a break. Yeah, we're coming we're right back. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. That's the number. You want to talk, you call now. When we come back, you'll get on the air. We'll talk. We'll kibitz. We'll nosh. Uh, but we can't eat meat because it's Good Friday on, on Sirius XM 211. Hey, everybody. Your old pal Tony Bruno here. And starting. All right. All right. Was that good or what? He's awesome. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> I wonder if it was, yeah, his phone. Yeah. I wonder if it's because of the, all the rain that he had Probably. out there. Funky stuff going on with the phones. So it's raining five days straight in California. Yeah. It never rains, it says. I saw that. Did you look it up, Robin? Oh, there's locusts? There was this, I, I saw it this morning. I was just going through quickly. There was this country that's having a locust plague. Locust swarm. East Africa. I knew it was in Africa, yeah. but I didn't Kenya. know where. Kenya. The locusts are set to hit Kenya, East Africa, and 400 times stronger than last year. Oh, wow. Oy vey. Yes. We got to do a Locust update, Robin. Ew. Not Locust Street. There's look not how, much. Act- even Locust Street is pretty quiet right Have now. Have you seen these, this photograph, Tony? Of the locusts? Look at that. Oh, it's loading. Hold on. That's this Tony Gonzalez. Is he in the locust swarm? It's <laughs> a stupid ad. 12 seconds. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's that's, unbelievable. That's what we have here in a second. Fueled by higher than normal rainfalls. Here it is. Oh my God! It's twenty times bigger than the first wave six wow six weeks ago. Where are they coming here? They don't come here. Although they did, didn't they? We have the cicadas, not John Cicada, of course. But weren't there weren't there some in Vegas? No, that wasn't locusts. Those were uh, those were cicadas and um, lanternflies. No, no, the lanternflies are supposed to be here. Yeah. Are they good eats? They you can eat. They they do make protein. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Oh my god. You were god. teasing um who might replace Dan Fouts. Yeah, there's two names. Charlie uh, Char- Char- Charles, Charles Davis. Charles Davis is one of them, right? right? Yeah. yeah. And who else? And who was the other guy they said? Mm. I saw that same story. Oh my god. Which means he'd have to leave Fox. Right. That is a wall of locusts. Yep. And who was the other name shit? Trent Green? Yes, Trent Green. He's also at Fox, I think, right? He's like on the 16th. No, he's on... Uh, CBS? No, where is he? I thought he was... No, he's, CBS. The, he's the number three team. He does it with Gumble. On CBS? Yeah. Trent Green's on CBS. Bernie from Broomall is replacing Fats. 
Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Having fun trying to get through it like everybody else on a free-for-all Friday. Good Friday, April 10th. David Boreanaz, Lucy Goosey out there in California going stir-crazy. Man, it's got to suck having little kids right now. I mean, I love children. Oh. Yeah. When you're talking about like kids like six, seven oh, in that man. age where they're just antsy. But luckily you can give them an iPad and they can go play for an hour. Right, I mean, it's like th- if you have a backyard, it's fine. They can yeah, go outside. Yeah, if you have a yard. Nobody has yards I wish I had a yard. Now. Yeah. A yard of beer or like a no, backyard? No. no like, you see my backyard. It's like smaller than uh, like a pig pen. I don't even have that. I got I to gotta grow my crops, Harry. I got a driveway. You have a street I and you a have like a little park area down the street from you. Yeah, I know. But I mean, it's, I'm not going to go out there and like hit oh. golf balls yeah. and stuff. Can Somebody you pot all the way down your street? Because it goes downhill, right? Yeah, it's a big hill. I remember that. Yeah. Can you hit it and let it have it go all the way sure down? I'm not going to that. get it. You should videotape <laughs> Who's going to get the ball and bring it back up the hill? Well, one person stay at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. And then I'll hit the golf ball, or you hit the golf ball, and then I'll chase it. <laughs> and then we'll make a TikTok video and have a million views and make money. Oh, yeah. While everybody else is trying to work and earn their money, we'll go on TikTok and do stupid stuff and then get a billion views. I'm not going on TikTok. I'm not either. I have enough social media going on. You're damn right. Well, By the way, see, uh, our buddy is out in Minnesota. Clarky Bob says gas prices. He took a picture of the pump. Mm-hmm. You know what gas prices are down to now in Minnesota, eastern Minnesota? Uh, maybe a dollar fifty. No, eighty nine point wow. nine, which is ninety cents. Yeah, because I never had two. I never had that one tenth in my pocket when mm-hmm. I ran a little short. I said, "Hell, I only have eighty nine point." Uh, What's the last time it was that low? I don't know. The seventies. Gas prices eighty nine point nine in southeast Minnesota. I said, you know what? I'm going to have to drive there and fill up, man. man. Those prices that low. I'm going to drive over there. <laughs> it's Take time. a tank truck out. You know? <laughs> Now's the time to go RVing. Yeah. You can yeah. self-isolate. Right. As long as you don't get pulled over and robbed if you're wearing a mask. Because you know, there'll be bandits on the road. That's true. You're right. Let's go rent Pirates. A, pirates. Yeah. Oh. Let's go rent a tanker truck. And then just go start filling up like a 350-gallon tank. Mm-hmm. Then bring it home. So then the, when the summer comes, Very you can just practical. go crazy. Yeah. It is. People do that. You know, the they airlines do. did it for a while. Mm-hmm. Remember yeah, when gas price, when, when, when fuel prices went down years ago? That's why Southwest kept their fares low because they bought futures yep. in gasoline. Mm-hmm. And so when they when the, pri- the prices they bought it at were really low mm-hmm. for jet fuel, when they all everybody else's went up, they had the reserves at the lower gas price. So that's how they get, kept their prices low. That's why they're a successful airline. I remember right now, nobody's a successful airline. When, when it was like in the seventies, when there was the fuel crisis here yeah. in the United States. Uh, my mom and I lived in the States for like six months and we shared a house with somebody and they went in on it together and they bought one of those big tankers for back in the driveway mm-hmm. to fill up with gas so that they didn't have to go to the gas station. Yeah. And once a month, a a tanker would come by and they it would fill it up. And so they had their own gasoline in, the, in yeah. our backyard. And it's like heating oil. People have heating oil mm-hmm. tanks in their backyard. But, you know, the gas storage tank, I mean, there's a lot of places, rural places, farms. They have kerosene tanks. They have gasoline tanks to fill up their farm implements, to fill up their cars, their tractors and stuff. And so that's what people are probably going to do now because, you know, it's going to go back up again. But 90 cents, I haven't seen that since the 70s. Yeah, that's amazing. It's unbelievable, man. Let's go RVing. Let's take the show on the road. Woo! Can we get a real cheap RV right now? We can get one really low, right? Get a used one. What's cheap? I don't know. 30 grand? 
three, four thousand dollars. What can no. I get for two? You ain't RVing I'll fumigate that baby. Dollars. I'll just, I'll just get a, rent a truck, and then I'll tie, you know, put. My son has an RV in in, in Delaware. My yeah. son Chris. He has a fifth wheel. That's not a fifth wheel. Cousin, it's an RV. Cousin Eddie's RV was more expensive than three or four thousand. No, but my son he Chris has a camper. Yeah, it's a camper, but it's, yeah. you could still tow it. Right, but that's not an RV. An RV, an RV is a motorhome. I know. Yeah, yeah. But you still, like, 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 I couldn't pull it with my Jeep. You no. need a truck to pull this one. But oh. it's got double push-outs, though. What do they, pump, uh, pump, what do they call it? Tip-outs. Yeah, it's nice. Tip-outs. It's really nice. You open that baby up, man. Mm-hmm. It's got the outdoor grill. It's yeah. got everything in there, man. Yeah. I should go rent that thing. He'll give me a break. I mean, I am his dad, after all. Take that baby out. You think they'd stop me if I was Where down Where are you going to go? I don't know, anywhere. I can't go to national parks. They're all we closed. we do a show. We do a show. Let's put a line in there. We did a show on on a van going down to the, to the uh, Washington Redskins game. Yeah, the Redskins Eagles game. Yeah, right? we we yeah. we and we were live the whole time. All I need is to activate my little uh, yeah, Verizon MiFi. That's all we need. Well, that's what we did. We didn't lose a <laughs> signal one time. We went all the way from Philly to Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. and did not lose a signal. And we even went through the Baltimore Tunnel and Who didn't drove? lose a signal. It was a guy who uh, was it was a limousine company. Oh, okay. It was one of those luxury buses. It wasn't a camper trailer, right? But it was a luxury bus, you know, with the nice seats like and the party neon buses. Lines. Yeah, party bus. Exactly. Yeah. And it became a party bus when Jack started drinking fifty-two right. bottles of stateside vodka in there right? while we're trying to do a show. They're having a party and they're yelling and screaming. I'm trying to do a show with with Luigi, right? And these guys are drinking like crazy. It's an outrage. But it was a fun time. Speaking of drinking, when are we drinking today? Five o'clock coming up. We got John McMullen coming up at five o'clock. Yes, he is. Johnny Mac, a lot of news to talk about. One of the bigger stories, of course, is what the hell's going on in Houston. Houston, hello. Yeah. Bill O'Brien, the general manager, is really good. He's a good football coach, but terrible GM. (laughs) The other thing I'm worried about is, you know, Easter hams. I went to the we went last time we went to the supermarket, you know, everybody has ham. Not everybody, but a lot of families have ham. For, for Easter, it's like a tradition. It's a tradition, yeah. But the, all the hams are left because nobody can bring their family over. Are you going to buy a big-ass ham just for two people to eat on the, on, on Easter Sunday? No, I mean, you, can you freeze something like that? I don't know. Can you freeze ham, Robin? Yeah. Yeah, I think you could, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah, it's good. Then the spirals all stick together. Yeah. You buy the spiral strike. And then it's Passover, of course. Yeah. I was looking at the gefilte fish, and it really didn't say – it wasn't talking to me, Harry. The one in a jar – I don't know how anybody could eat that. Uh, that would be like eating a bat to me. Yeah, no shot. Maybe the fresh stuff is good, but the stuff in the gelatinous stuff in the jar, mm-hmm. that reminds me like of a laboratory where they have all kinds of weird experiments in. You just can't eat that stuff. But meanwhile, coming up in the next hour, John McMullen's going to join us. We'll have a UFC update. The private island, Harry, not happening. And neither is a, an Indian casino in California this weekend. We'll get the well, latest on that. I thought the that. private island was still going to happen. He in still the future, wants to do it. In the future. Plus, Miss Robin, one of her traditions on this show for, oh, for many years is doing a Florida update. Before yeah. the Florida man thing became crazy, Miss Robin was doing Florida updates. We'll have one of those for you in the next hour. This may be the greatest Florida Easter egg update ever because it involves Easter, so we try to keep it topical. Mm-hmm. We have a Florida woman. Doing something that most people don't normally do. Because there can't be Easter egg hunts either this week. Not weekend, Carol right? Baskin. No, Carol All Baskin, right. I don't know what the hell she's doing, but she should be in jail. There's All no right. doubt about that, Harry. Because she did kill her husband. You know it, and I know it. But we have an Easter update. We'll get a little trip. You'll hear me, what I normally do on Easter Sunday with the kids, mm-hmm. which I won't be able to do this Sunday. That's coming up in the next hour. Plus your calls, 215-462-TONY. 
215-462-8669. And uh, John McMullen and our good buddy, the original Survivor, has a big movie coming out this weekend. Yes. We'll give you a movie tip. Not only a funny movie to watch, you want to watch a little comedy, but you'll also be able to help in the fight against coronavirus. All of that is still ahead. Tony and Harry, we're going to what, 58? Uh, so we got two minutes? Why don't we do this off-Florida update, Robin, while we're here? All right. Are you ready for it? I'm not. It's a tradition unlike, forget about the Masters, Harry. The tradition unlike every other is going down to where? Down to Florida. Yeah. We welcome you to the Sunshine State. Come on, everybody. Kicking back and soaking up the rays every day in Florida. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go down there in Florida. Hernando County, Pasco County, Pasco Sheriffs. Well, this is, this is in honor of Easter, Tony. This is one of your favorite, favorite times of the year. Except I hate hard-boiled eggs. Get them out of my face. I love hard-boiled eggs. Nah. Egg yeah, salad, man. no way. Yeah, you put a little Tabasco on there, a little nah. salt and pepper. Nah. Boom. Let's go down to Florida. Miss Robin has a great Florida update. We yes. All enjoy. Let's go down to Flagler County, Florida. Flagler? Flagler County. It's on the east coast. Where residents in Flagler County recently found little surprises in their mailboxes, little plastic Easter eggs. Oh, you know, that's yeah, awesome. It's kind of a nice neighborhood thing. The ones that pop open, the plastic yes. ones where you put the stuff you know, in for the kids. And one right. of the neighbors was going around because they, you can't, and they were like, oh, this is so nice. But when they opened them up, they found something a little extra, extra in the eggs. They were filled with pornographic images and fish-shaped crackers. You know what? those little, you know the, the little fish-shaped goldfish. The yeah, goldfish. Yeah, so they're goldfish, goldfish crackers. Pornographic images. And <laughs> pornographic. And forty-two-year-old woman, uh, April Sestoni, was arrested um, this week after deputies received tips that she was going around her neighborhood and placing the pornographic eggs in everybody's mailboxes. Uh, they also saw it on home surveillance video, so they did confirm that this was her. And Wait a second. That woman's 42? Yes. She That's looks 60. I, I have wow. a feeling there might be a reason why Wait she looks was this it old. Por- was there her pornographic images in there? Or there's pictures of Lisa Ann wow. and some goldfish <laughs> in an egg. Wow. She says that uh, wow. she later admitted to making the porn on a computer program. She's got nice two-tone hair, though. Gray on top and blonde on the bottom. Oh, yeah, that's really good attractive. Joe Exotic would even like right, that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she looks, like, <laughs> Just Joseph, like, she looks like Josephine Exotic. <laughs> so so they, they still are not completely 100% sure as to why she yeah, did her this. Motive. Her motive. <laughs> She's crazy. <laughs> I mean, well, that's a given. Okay. Um, but she said she wanted to educate people on the need for churches and pastors to give money to the less fortunate. She delivered only 400 of these pornography-filled eggs, though, since Monday. So she was busier than your Amazon man. Wow. When we come back, the 5 o'clock hour, we'll have some vodka and soda. And the great John McMullen. Hey, this is Tony. So we have McMullen right now, right? Okay. Is he caught? He's, yeah. You like that uh, that update? Huh? Yeah, it was good. 
And you always notice whenever somebody gets arrested in Florida for doing crazy shit, they always look yeah, they like look, they should be arrested. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they always look, look like they've been on like on meth. No, for there's like definitely two weeks. meth. That's a meth face. Yeah. I mean, well, you I hate see her to... teeth though. She didn't smile. Now people are commenting on my fabulous beanie hat. You look this like is a Jacob Media beanie hat that I was just given, and it was kind of cold down here this morning. So can you see the nice logo? And what's even better is it's lined. Hold on. Got to show it off. She's so hot. What? <laughs> no, the comments on the. She's so hot. See, it's lined. It's lined. Uh, with do we have soda? Club soda? Uh, we do. Would you like me to go we, get can some? Can we get some ice and soda, please, Robin? we got to do our 5 o'clock. Well, now, are yes. we going to bust open the stateside or are we going to have the uh, Tito's? Oh, it's just already, the Tito's. Yeah, let's do It's already open. All right, we need ice and we'll use the Tito's. Okay, give me a second. Let me put in the put up the John McMullen. And I got the graphic. cups here. We need the club soda. Got to get. Uh, you got to wash the hands though before we do that. I know. I'll get the cups. I'm not touching the cups because they're all in plastic. Why don't you just let me get them? I'll get them out. Them. I'll get them out. See, they're covered, so I'm yeah, not yeah, actually yeah. touching right, the right. cups. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Right. Right. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM Two Eleven. Ah, another fun show on our Friday, wrapping up our first week and our final hour of the week, and it's been beyond human comprehensionary. What more can we say? And it's all about the guests and the callers and the people listening and all the great folks at Sirius Satellite Radio who gave us this opportunity in our first week in, the great Steve Cohen and all the gang, Andy and all the people running the operation, the organization. Yeah, do you think we'll get any feedback on the week? We did when Lisa Ann was on a little bit. I think well, yeah. the phone was tweaked <laughs> a little was bit. A little wrong, but... Yeah, audio feedback. We're going to get a major Laurel and Hardy handshakes. Well, yeah. we can't even shake no, hands anymore. No, can't shake hands anymore. In fact, Dr. Fauci said you, that might be done forever. No more handshakes. No more handshakes. hugs. No more kissing on both cheeks like we do in Italy. Right. When I see my relatives, I can't kiss them on both cheeks. No. It's an outrage. By the way, we have breaking news, too, and, and luckily at this moment, just who's on the line with us, I don't even know if he's seen this yet, but ladies and gentlemen, John McMullen, John McMullen, our Eagles and NFL insider. I don't know if you've seen this, John. Good afternoon. But Drew Brees has chosen to sign with NBC Sports over ESPN. Wow. That's from Andrew Marchand uh, from the New York Post, of course. So the Boy. New York Post has learned that Drew Brees has decided to sign with NBC Sports over ESPN. ESPN left at the altar again. Wow. How about that, John? Surprise to you? No, it's not a surprise. I, I think ESPN, though, is, as Harry said, they're feeling left at the altar by just about everybody. I, I think, A, they got to get Monday Night Football back on ABC. Mm-hmm. I think that maybe gives them a little bit more cachet. And instead of... Just going for the home run. Maybe maybe choke up on the bat, get a sharp <laughs> single. Give give somebody a chance. Lewis Riddick, somebody like that. Maybe they grow into the role. Maybe they should go that direction. Because there's only one Tony Romo. They're not going to hit it. Drew's not going to be that good. I hate to break it to people. No, I, I don't know about Drew Brees, but Peyton Manning would be great. Yeah. And I guess he just doesn't want to do it. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of torn on Peyton because I do think it's a little bit more difficult. But if you if you saw some of his 
Saturday Night Live appearances. He's, he's really good mm-hmm. uh, in that type of atmosphere. So I think he'd have an opportunity. But I, I do think, and you guys know, uh, you guys are great at what you do. It's not as easy as people think. It, it may look easy, gotta, but it's hard. That's uh, what Michael great. Vick once said. Yeah. I think he said that when he came back with the Eagles in that game that they replayed last night in 2010 yeah. at the MetLife Stadium. I think that was the first year of that stadium up there in the Meadowlands Man. when the 31-10 to comeback in the final punt return from Deshaun. It's hard to believe 10 years later Deshaun Jackson still has a lot of speed left mm-hmm. when he broke that punt return to beat the Giants in that game. Yeah, and how about that live tweet? I got in trouble for that. Yeah, I saw you ripping people last night because yeah, people, you know, people do. That game was on, yeah, and everybody's live tweeting like it's a live yeah, game. Like and then John had it; he exploded. Oh yeah, he exploded on Twitter I last night. I missed that. Yeah, I mean that's absurd. Come on, who's doing? That? I agree. I mean, Who does I, that? I, I, Who has time? Yeah, exactly. Well, we all do, actually, unfortunately, John. <laughs> and there, there, well, we, we all have time. And I, I get it. People are just trying to have fun. It's a terrible time. I get all that. But, you know, if you're, if you're so in love with the game and you're so enjoying it, watch the damn game then. What are you sitting there going along live tweeting? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I Yeah. It's just, yeah, I blew up. Right. Now, can, but see, John, you know what happens, and you know this better than anybody. If you're on Twitter and you're criticizing something, People are going to come after you. Even if it makes complete sense, they're going to come after you. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it all the time. And you get it worse than me. You get it way worse than me. I know, man. You've got to have I, thick I, skin in this business. Yeah. Like, Harry, yeah, can't, gotta, can't, Harry can't handle these people. No, no. He, he's got the video of the Philly Transit uh, cops pulling the person yeah, off the bus. Yeah, 10 cops pulled a guy off a yeah, bus today because he wasn't ha- wearing a mask. Wow. Now, if that guy shot 15 people at Broad and Chestnut, he'd be able to walk away and <laughs> right. not get arrested. Well, I, I, on another show, I went off because I don't like the way, and I, and I realized... Wait, are you cheating on us, John? You went on another show yeah. today? Well, yeah, I, I, I do many shows, but locally. I never cheat on you guys nationally. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's all right. You're on Zabin's show? <laughs> I'm always on Zabin's yeah. show, and I've Zabin's heard, great. I've heard you I on love there. Zabin. Yeah. He's going to be yeah. on our show next week. Yeah, Zabin's great. But, I, you know, I don't like the way these sports people, and you have to put, that's why I said, you have to put the caveat on it because people say sports isn't important. I'm the one who says that all the time. I'm the one that tells people to get a life and don't live and die with these teams. But, you know, I don't understand the Kirk, Kirk Herb streets of the world who say there's not going to be college football in September. Yeah. You have no idea. I know. Why are you taking away any kind of joy? I know. And I look at politicians even worse. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican or Democrat. If you're talking doom and gloom every single day, you're not doing your job. Yeah, well, and did you see, I'm sure you did, John, uh, Dabo Swinney got a lot of blowback, too, for being, oh, yeah. he was the exact opposite of Herb Street. He was positive yeah. and saying, hey, you know, I'm going oh, yeah. as if God we're going to have a season. Right. And even Mike Gundy, who's a whack job to begin with, which is why we love him, even when he said, I'm going to open up this complex and have everybody come down there, the guy got excoriated as he's a nutcase. <laughs> he didn't say he was going to do it. He was says he was thinking about it. Yeah. Well, and I, and I said, I, you know, Everybody wants to place blame in our society. They're yeah. obsessed with it. They're more in, they're more concerned about placing the proper blame than finding a way out of this to disaster. Fix it. And I was, you know, if you think about, I, I joked, I, I tweeted about this too. I'm old enough to remember. You, you remember the most famous 
and it's really iconic sort of uh, uh, poster for Barack Obama. What did that say? Hope. You remember that? Yes, hope and change. Hope. Yep. yep. Hope. Now, if you, if you express hope, you're a loon. You're a nut job. <laughs> you don't believe in science. The only thing between, the only thing Republicans and Democrats have in common, guys, hypocrisy. Right. Exactly. right. Oh, yeah, I hate all politicians. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I don't, I don't back any political party. I don't. I, I just, I just, I support this party, and that's why we're on the air, John. It took this week to put Harry and myself back on because we are the Hope Channel. We are the that's Hope. Right. Is that what this is? Oh, hope we're, Radio. We're, we're like the Hope oh, Diamond. Hope Radio. You know the Hope Diamond. Yes. And and Project Hope and Bob Hope and all mm. the things that are good. Hope. What else is good? I love Bob Hope. So do I. Bob Hope. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So well, we're, Bob, we're, Bob Hope would get yelled at for visiting the troops. Today. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> what are you doing going over there in a war zone? Hey, yeah. Hey, John, uh, what did you think of uh, the Tua Tagovailoa workout? That, that, that got flacked, too. Who was that? Mike uh, Florio. Mike Florio's There's one guy that. that hates more stuff. I don't know anybody who oh, hates yeah. things more than Mike Florio. Yeah. First of all, he wasn't happy because there was a picture of Des Bryant and Dak Prescott working out <laughs> yeah, together. They were pretty- that? Yeah, they were and so, so he's now that. he's now the moral authority he's of the, the National police. Football yeah. League. So he's all upset the about that. Stuff I'm talking about, like Dak's just trying to live his life and trying to do something and, and trying to stay in shape. Des Bryant's trying to get back in the in the league, and this guy from uh, his ivory tower is tweeting about how they shouldn't be out in public. And then the same I thing, mean, and two is inside, right, in a yeah. gym, right, in a closed environment. They videotape it. We talked about it yesterday. And Mike Florio has a problem with that, too. It, who the hell yeah. died and made him the king of the world that used to be Bill? Remember, remember who was king? If I were king of the world? Yeah, I do. Bill Conlon. Oh, yeah. Bill yeah, Conlon, the, the Philadelphia yeah. Daily News columnist. He did a weekly column, If I Were King of the World, mm-hmm. and then he would jokingly talk about what he would do and change. change but he was yeah. joking. Yeah. Mike Florio is serious. Yeah, that was at Lipscomb Academy in uh, Nashville. That's that great, that's great knowledge. Trent right. Dilfer is the is the football coach there. Apparently, I did not and know. He's that. been training. Yeah, but Tua. these virtual these virtual pro days. I, I don't know how much NFL teams are taking them seriously. Tua is so interesting. I think because you know once you get to this point, we're like two weeks before the draft. You start hearing. Uh, let's face it. He's going at the top of the draft. Uh, he's going to go in the top be, five. Yeah, it might yeah. be three. Uh, as you meant, I think it's going to be three. Ultimately, I think somebody's going to trade up mm. there. Uh, the Lions want to get out of there. The Redskins are going to take uh, Chase Young at number two, uh, and then you know the teams interested in two are, are trying to to push this narrative that oh, you got to worry about his hip, you got to be concerned mm-hmm. because they don't want to give up as much and they want to be able to stand pat and not have to trade up. This kind of stuff happens every year. Yep. But quarterbacks always get pushed up the board. He's going very, very high in this draft. By the way, you know, Trent Dilfer also, we're talking about Tua. Trent Dilfer, Dilfer said something the other day, and the Washington Post writer got it wrong. Yeah, he got it wrong. He said uh, he was quoted as saying that he's better than he Aaron Tua Rogers. has a better arm than Dan Marino and, and, and Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. And that's not what he said. He said the real thing that he said, John, I don't know if you saw this, he uh, he was misquoted. What the what the writer did was he he tried to, he sort of conflated mm-hmm. his his. This quote. is the Washington Post. Yeah, yeah. This, you know this isn't some local newspaper. A guy's just starting in the business. Les Carpenter is the. You know Les Carpenter. 
I don't. Did he, did he do the thing? That. No, that was John Carpenter. That's John. Any relation yeah, to John, John Carpenter? Carpenter? Or Rudy Carpenter? John Carpenter the, uh, did the, the, what was the Roddy? They Live. You ever see that? Oh, oh yeah. The greatest movie. Roddy, Piper. Roddy Roddy, yeah. He should have won an Oscar for that role, Roddy Roddy Piper. <laughs> yeah, Trent. That's one of the great fight scenes of all time. Roddy Roddy Piper and Keith David was the other one. Yes, Trent Dilfer said wow. that he said, I said he throws it, quote, as well as Aaron Rodgers and Dan Marino. Never said that he throws it better. That would be crazy. I said he throws it better than Aaron Rodgers did at this stage of his career. That's what he said. And how the hell does yeah, a writer like Les Carpenter not get that right? Yeah, context is important. Because you do come off like you're out of touch. And well, you know what happened? Okay. And Trent Dilfer's getting ripped yeah. all week on all the sports shows and all the, the yeah. talking well, head exactly. stuff. Nobody, do you know why he didn't get it context. right? Why didn't he get it and right? Nobody cares, and nobody cares about accountability. That's the second part. Well, because the headline, Trent Dilfer says two of better than Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Dan Marino yeah, gets clicks. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, people will click. And you know, a lot of times, John, and how you know, the writer doesn't actually write the headline. Right. So I don't know if you blame the writer, you blame the headline writer for putting clickbait out there, knowing that everybody's going well, to go I read it. I will say, you know, I, I've been writing for a long time, and when I started, we didn't write the headline. A lot of times now, we write the headline. Oh, you so, do? Yeah, it kind of depends because they cut it. So they want everybody to do everything. I mean, now we got to do everything. We've got to put a picture in there, video, mm-hmm. you name it. Now, but, if you're a TV guy, you've got to carry your own camera and get your own video interviews. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So everybody's cutting corners. But uh, so you never know. But, yeah, I mean, context is important. And you look at I, I was tweeting with Jim Nagy. He, he's the leader of the senior ball. Yeah. He was talking about Bill O'Brien because everybody makes fun of Bill O'Brien every time he makes a, a move. And he traded uh, for Brandon Cooks. And right. He gave up too much. No question about gave it. Gave up a second-round pick, didn't he? Yeah, so... I joke, you know, Houston could probably still make the playoffs next year. And imagine if Bill O'Brien actually made a good decision. They'd be, they'd be a really good football team. But Jim kind of said, you know, what if they win the Super Bowl? Is everybody going to apologize to, to Bill O'Brien? The answer is no. There's no accountability. They say one thing, and then they move on to the next. Exactly right. Yeah, I mean, there's Brandon Cook's thing. Because, you know, after the uh, first big deal, where he gets rid of probably the best, if not the best, DeAndre top three Hopkins. receivers in yeah. the league, and people were shaking their head at that one, then he goes out and gets Brandon Cooks, gives up a lot for him. And, you know, we looked at the breakdown of Brandon Cooks, where he's been in the last couple of years. So he went from Drew Brees, mm-hmm. right, to yep. Tom, Brady. Tom Brady with the Pats, to, to Goff with the Rams, and now Deshaun Watson with the Texans. So he's had some pretty good quarterbacks throwing the football to him. Yeah, why has he been moved around so much, John? Yeah, it's pretty interesting because of, you know, he's been, and part of it is those quarterbacks, let's be honest, but even so, he's been very productive. Generally, when you're as productive as he has been, you don't get moved around like he has been. So it does raise a little antenna and you say, what's up with this guy? I, I've never heard any bad things from a personality standpoint. You always hear about diva receivers. That's the reason Stefan Diggs got traded this offseason because he never shuts up. Mm-hmm. But I never heard that stuff about Brandon Cooks. One, one of the concerns now is concussion. concussion. Yeah. I mean, he's had he's four had a bunch. or five. Yeah. And we've seen, I mean, you saw it this offseason, Luke Keekley being the most high-profile. Guys are more willing to walk away. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure you can count on Brandon Cook, so that's part of it. 
But when you look back to the beginning, yeah, I mean, for a guy that productive, it's weird that he gets moved around mm. uh, as much as he has. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't count on him now with all those concussions. I think that's fair to say. Well, we don't have any concussions on this show yet. Although sometimes I sound like I've been concussed, but I haven't. <laughs> if I did, I didn't know it because everybody would just say, spit on it, get up, point two fingers, and I get back up and go right at it again. Rub some dirt on it. Exactly right. Yeah, you got your bell rung back in there. Yeah. Exactly right. The great John McMullen, ladies and gentlemen. John, always good to talk to us, even though you're cheating on us, man. Uh, never cheat on you guys. Come on. You're number one. Thank you, man. That's what Robin says, too. That's what Robin says, too. Have a good Easter, John. All right, you too, guys. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Be safe out there. Coming up, let's take some phone calls, shall we? And, and Jervis is going to join us, right? Yes. The yes. great Jervis, Jervis Peterson. and Ray Martin. Ray Martin. We'll talk about a movie. Uh, I, I can give you a movie recommendation for you to rent for the weekend that, that I guarantee you, you will laugh at. That's what we want. We want to laugh and have fun. Unless you want to watch Joe Exotic again. You'll have to wait till Friday or Monday night for that. We're live. It's Friday. It's Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Miss Robin, the whole gang on Sirius XM 211. All right. So let's see if we can figure out why my computer is causing feedback if I play something. Damn it, Robin. During the commercial because we need to be able to play this darn. So if I, <laughs> I play this. <laughs> Hold on a second. If I, I'm going to turn this. Oh, that's on right now. Did he go on with Mikey Miss? So, but I'm not hearing it. Whoops. But you don't have it on right now, right? Yeah, he is right now. Okay, yeah. But he didn't go on with Mike Missinelli, did he? Somebody tweeted that. I think they were just trying to get it. So, right now. You can hear me, but you're hearing something. You're actually hearing the. Um... Yeah, I saw that. I'm so right up yeah. anything. <laughs> Just to be still going to the Twitch feed or the air feed. So it's going over the air, but I don't hear it. No, no, it's yeah, not going anywhere. Oh. <laughs> so why is there still something coming through? See, uh, look. What is the focus? Is there. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Hang on. Um, how do you make it where you don't monitor? Hardware, software, DAW, playback. I wonder if this is it. Could this be it? It'll be hardware inputs. Yeah. Can you change it where you don't monitor from that at all? Um. <laughs> you're going to be singing that forever now. Hardware. If I take, if I erase that, see, then it goes away completely. Oh, if I speak... Oh, wait. No. So, that's actually now gone? Yeah. And play whatever you were before. Okay. Let me try that again. I can't... I hear it over here. But I can't hear it over here. That's because I'm not running it through. You only hear it when it's potted up. I'm hearing it in queue. Oh, okay. Good. But I do hear... Yeah, I can hear it over here. All right. I keep talking. I'll make sure I don't hear you. Okay. I mean, no. If I... Okay. Interesting. Weird. Bizarre. I'm sorry, say that again. Uh, 
Jervis? Yes. And Ray? Fantastic. I just need to pull this 30, up. 30, 30. What is he doing? Twenty. Bathroom. There's a bathroom way back, straight back. Oh no, I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> it's my house boy. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM two eleven. Friday, it's Friday. Had to go back and actually put clothes in the dryer. See, that's the one great thing about the wine cellar here, is in the back room. We have the secret back room, right? And that's where the washer and dryer are. So I do the laundry around here. Robin does the cooking. It's a team effort, here, you know what but, I mean? But you needed to do that during the show. Well, I had clothes in the washer, and I need to put them in a the dryer. <laughs> I washed them earlier, but I wanted to put them in towels yeah, and stuff. So I had a break there. I had two minutes. I went back and put the stuff in the dryer. You How were, hard is that? You're freaking Harry out. I didn't know where you went. I went to the back room. <laughs> Jeepers. Am I the only person who does laundry? You think I send it out? I don't do laundry. Harry doesn't do laundry. Do you do, you do any of the household chores at all? Yeah, I do like the dishes a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and I make the bed every day. Like a hotel bed, it looks like, after I get oh, done. Oh, wow. With. Can you bounce a yes. quarter off of yes. it? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's it's good pretty laundry now. Yeah, I'll do some vacuuming every now and then. Yeah, like I mean, that. you know, it's been windy. This is our storm. This is a multi-purpose facility. It's like the vet used to be at yeah, yeah. Free Rivers Stadium, Cincinnati Riverfront Stadium. Sure. Uh, Free Rivers in Pittsburgh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All of those, uh, they were called multi-purpose. They were yeah. the big deal. AstroTurf. Right. You can convert it from baseball to football. And then many years later, we realized that just was concrete underneath a rug. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> those Did things. you say Bush Stadium? Bush yeah, Stadium. Bush. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Atlanta Fulton County Stadium. Exactly. Was one they were of those. there. They yeah. were all. That was the rage. Yeah. That was the rage. We went from baseball, football converted stadiums with grass that would rot out into new astroturf, and then we realized later that people's careers were destroyed by playing on the rugs, and then they made them better and better and better. Meanwhile, you know we got a lot of stuff to look forward to this week. It's Easter. You know there won't be the big family gatherings. There won't be Easter egg hunts. People won't have to go out and buy all these fancy clothes to go out to the Easter services. You know, that's one of the big things. You know, women would go to church on Easter Sunday, mm-hmm. regardless of your faith. You don't have to have the Easter bonnet, right? It's one of those things. You dress up real nice. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people dress up on Easter Sunday. Yeah, it's a big day. Passover. The, the kids Seder. would get the new outfits. Yeah, and then, the, and then the kids would have the Easter egg rolls. Yeah. Right. And you hide them. You don't put porn in them and put them in mailboxes like the woman in Florida did. You just do it how you're fun. You hide the eggs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Eat a chocolate bunny. Right. You can't have any Cadbury eggs. Right. I don't like those, though. No? No, I'm not a big guy. Uh, well, I'm like chocolate, but I can't eat any of that stuff. Meanwhile, let's go to the phones. Because right now, ladies and gentlemen, a friend of the show. Man, we've known a long, long time. We've become friends. We hang out. Well, not anymore. Because it's not safe. But we got to know him. We love him. He was on the original Survivor. And he's been on the Survivor again. Yeah, it's, I think at least once, maybe twice. Yeah, I think he took one of his, uh, he took one of his, his family cousin, Yeah, he had a cousin, but they got kicked off right away. Exactly <laughs> It was right. his cousin's fault. <laughs> and he is the great Jervis Peterson. Jervis, how are you, brother? Tony, how 
Tony Robin. What's up? What up, Maze? What's going what on, up, man? <laughs> what up? So I find out earlier today, because I haven't talked to you in a while, that you got a movie. Yeah, yeah. No, not the home movies that I, I've seen the home movies when we used to play. Uh, remember when we used okay. to play? What's the game we used to play all together? And um, oh, what's the one with really bad words? Ah. Uh, Come on, Jerv. The humanity one. Yeah. Cards Against yeah, Humanity. Cards Against Humanity. Oh, cards against humanity. Yeah. We would play games, that, and, and, and Jervis always got the good cards. Yes, but we won't go into that <laughs> No, right we now. don't need to say that. So, Jervis. Yeah, now, there's <laughs> Jervis on the phone, but also Ray Martin, who is the producer and one of the actors in this movie. And a good friend, too. We've done yes. charity stuff with him. Ray's been in TV and, and a lot of different yep. TV shows and movies and commercials. So, you guys put this movie together, and you shot it last summer, and I saw the preview today. And it looks hilarious, man. So tell us about Ray. How are you, man? Is he on the line too? Uh, I am. I am. So nice to talk to you. Hi, Robin. Hope everybody's doing well, staying safe. Yeah, you look uh, good, man. You're always clean. You got the good ink going. You know, I mean, you just you look like a movie star, man. Thank you, brother. I, I do appreciate it. You know, we're we're so excited. You guys are our first interview, and we just posted the trailer today, and we posted it today. And I love to tell you, you know, kind of all about it. It's, it's kind of life in, imitating art in a way. Uh, when Jervis was super popular in 2000, I was on this show called Ed on NBC, just kind of like as an extra, like a featured guy, and uh, my mom got sick with cancer, and, and I had to come home to take care of her. When I moved back home, as you guys know, Tony, you, you and Rob had both participated in my celebrity basketball game. I had the celebrity games for cancer and uh, in her name, and that's how I met Jervis, and Jervis and I became fast friends, and about, I guess, five years into doing that, I, I had uh, chauffeur service, where it was the world, one of the world's first all-green chauffeur services. And about five years into it, it was kind of running itself. And I came up with this idea where I could interview celebrities in the car. And it was before Seinfeld had his show, and I had no idea how to, how to pitch it. Well, I wind up running into Paul Rudd and Reese Witherspoon, and uh, I kind of pitch it to Paul Rudd, and he kind of tells me what I need to do. But Reese, at that time, had no idea who I was, kind of looked at me like I was crazy, and made me feel like I was a crazy person. So when I left there, I got inspired, and I wrote Healing Paul Rudd. And I wrote it on a piece of paper, and about a month later, I found a real writer, Walter Haley, and he, he made it a real script. And we spent the next six years trying to make it Healing Paul Rudd. And a lot of the whole time, Jervis was always there by my side, supporting me, just giving me hope that one day I would get it to Paul Rudd and we would get it made. Well, finally, we get a call from Floyd Mayweather out of the blue, and we hear that he was interested. So we go, we meet with Floyd, and he thought it was awesome, and he thought Kevin Hart could be good or Jamie Foxx could be good. Meanwhile, Jervis is still always by my side. You know, just tell me, whatever you need, Ray, I'm going to be there for you. And uh, I think he got the first McGregor, yeah, he got the McGregor fight right at that time. So we kind of got lost in that whole thing. And then I'm sitting there, and we wind up uh, meeting Thomas Ian Nicholas. He was an American pie. He played Kevin and uh, he was in Rookie of the Year, uh, Henry Rowan Gardner. And he loved it. He wanted to direct it. He wanted to be the guy. And again, Jervis again by my side for a whole year. And then Thomas wound up getting a movie with Mickey Rourke uh, that I think is called Adverse. It's coming out this summer. He couldn't do it. So there we are again, just me, Jerv, and my writing partner, Walt. Um, and we have no idea what we're going to do. And I say to Jervis last year, you know what? We're going to do this, man. We're going to do it on our own. And you're better than Paul Rudd, in my eyes. You're better than all these guys because it really means something. And you and I had this relation, you know, relationship. And we did it. And we got joined. 
And you got we George got, Went involved, of course, from Cheers. From Cheers. Yep. Yeah. Norm. Yep, George Went. Norm. Yep, he <laughs> plays my dad. And uh, we got lucky because we got a guy named Christopher Morris. When you guys see him, he plays Tanner, the brother-in-law. He is a mix between John Candy and Chris Farley. Mm. Well, he had worked with George about 10 years ago, and that's how we got George. So we got real lucky with him. And then we know we, we just got a lot of good Philadelphia talent. Uh, and it was all shot here. It was all shot here. And yep. by the way, we, we, Robin and I and Harry, we watched the, the preview, the trailer. It's called Stealing a Survivor. And I don't want to give away the plot, Jervis, but somehow you get stolen. See, that's Stealing a Survivor. Well, do we want to play the trailer for everybody? But then you can't see it. Yeah, you can't true. see the trailer. That's and, true. If you're on Twitch, you can see it. How do people download the trailer? Because I want them to see it, and then I want them to buy this movie or rent it this weekend. Because the good thing about this movie, it's being released now for a couple of weeks so that you can rent it for four ninety nine, or you can buy it for 10 bucks on Venmo. And the best part is 20% of the proceeds are going to a great cause. They're going to MainlineHealth.org um, in support of healthcare professionals working tirelessly amidst the COVID-19 pandemic. So instead of renting some crappy movie this weekend that you'll be disappointed with, you're doing something good. You're not, you're not, you're not really contributing to a charity when you rent a movie normally. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Jervis, how did you feel, man? Because you look great in it. You do, I, I'm telling you, this is a professionally done movie. This isn't some slap shot, crappy little production. It's not like you and me going out in the backyard. Yeah, it's not like some of my videos right. that I post. Yeah. I mean, Although this is I am profession. kind of annoyed that we didn't get a camera. Yeah, I, yeah, or I didn't something. even get a phone call, Ray. All that I've done for you at charity basketball games, <laughs> I couldn't have an extra role in there. How do you well, not think of me? You're shooting it all over my neighborhood in South Philly. And don't even give me a call, man. I would have done it for free. Yeah. The sequel. Yeah, I yeah, we had to put this together real. I mean, we put a lot of work into this movie, like Ray said. We've been working on it forever in a day. And when it when it all came together, we just we just got into it and we just filmed it and knocked it out, man. It, it was just rolling at that. And, and guys, I just want to, you said it perfectly, what you said about mainline health. You know, our, our biggest purpose right now is that we know we're going to have it streaming this summer somewhere, but we, but we got together as a team, Walt, me, Jerv, and our cinematographer, Matt Mahoney, and we said, you know, what can we do right now? And this is what we came up with for these two weeks. Um, you know, because Mainline Health covers four big hospitals in the Philadelphia area, which is huge for us. So really, we really support, you know, appreciate your guys' support. Well, it looks absolutely hysterical. I was rolling just watching the trailer. We are definitely going to watch it this weekend. So how do people download it on Venmo? So it's on Venmo, right? Vimeo. Yeah, yeah. You guys can share the Vimeo, link. not Vimeo. I keep saying Venmo. It's Vimeo, V-I-M-E-O. A lot of people know that site. You, you, you log in, and then you download. And you can just do a search on demand for Stealing a Survivor, and it'll pop right up. And uh, then you can just click on whether you want to rent it or buy it. Automatically, 20%, I think it's 20%, you said, goes to MainlineHealth.org? MainlineHealth.org. And it's an hour and nine minutes, so And they're perfect. only offering it right now for two weeks um, because then they have to try to get the distribution under regular uh, means. And there's no big studio behind this. So, and it's really good. So people, right now, when you're looking for stuff because you've already run through all of your Netflix, you've already run through everything on Hulu, do this. Support a great cause and, and laugh. It's, it looks really laugh. funny. Like, yes. Harry, you saw the preview. Yeah. Did you not think that was hilarious? Absolutely. I mean, George went, just yeah. looking at George went oh, without him saying a word. You have to laugh. He looks the same. He looks a little. And, it, and the movie's so about a little. Bad performer. The, the, he looks good. A mo- the movie's a little bit over an hour, correct? 
An hour and nine minutes. Yeah, hour and nine minutes. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. This it's isn't like The Irishman. No, 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 no. 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 Say, don't watch The Irishman. That's three and a half hours and you'll fall asleep. You'll laugh for an hour and ten minutes. You'll enjoy it. You'll feel good about yourself. I don't even want to, I never. I will never watch The Irishman. Ever. Why? Ever, ever. I'm not, I don't spend three hours doing anything. You're like anti-mafia movies. I hate mafia yeah. movies. Yeah, I hate it. I think they're offensive to me. And I think they're a disgrace. It hits a little bit too close to home for him. Oh, there no, awesome. it doesn't. I was never in a mob. I no, didn't have any ma- were, mob ties. But but everybody. I just think glorifying criminals is not really cool in my eye. But then that's you know you watch whatever you want. I don't tell people what to watch or what to think. You Except think for, for this show. Except for this show, which is on Sirius XM. So you guys, I want people all over the country. I want everybody to stop what they're doing and download this and 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 rent it this weekend and watch the preview first. That's what you do. You can watch the preview and then you can decide. But You'll be doing a good thing. Five bucks, ten bucks. To, I'm going to pay ten bucks. And I'm going to splurge since we've had a great first week here. I'm going to go for ten dollars. I'm buying the movie, guys. I'm going to buy it. All right. That's what we like to hear. We love it. <laughs> yes, sir. How are you going to buy the movie for ten dollars? Ten to ten bucks. What do you get for ten dollars? You, lo- you usually get everything. <laughs> everything for ten dollars. But no, here you're just getting a great movie. And last for a couple hours. Stealing a survivor. I mean, you spent 43 minutes watching each episode of Joe Exotic. Right. That was a waste of my time. And then you felt really bad about it, and you kept watching it. I know. Am I right? I did that for the show. Did you watch Joe Exotic, uh, Ray and uh, and, and, uh, Jervis? Oh, yeah. Tiger King is big, man. It's huge. Yeah, we we loved it, man. That goddamn Carol Baskin. Telling you. <laughs> yeah. We're all in agreement. Carol Baskin needs to have her come up and. I mean, there was a lot of hateable characters yes. on that show, but she's the worst. Ugh. And there's no hateable characters in this movie, are yeah. there? No, no, but I'll tell you what, she is the worst at Carol Baskin, but we don't mind her renting it or buying it this weekend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she can take all that money she Carol steals Baskin. from these stupid people yeah. who give her money thinking that she's doing good things when she's doing basically the same, same thing, thing that the other guys were doing. Yeah. And all of her tiger cages, because they are They're cages. filthy cages. They did yeah. not look as nice as anybody else's. She's exploiting people for weddings and having kids come, and then she has all these volunteers who don't make squat. And they have to move up the food chain by not being paid year after year after year. That's that should she should be in jail just for that. The only thing that they get to look forward to <laughs> is a wearing a different color shirt. Exactly right, man. Well, thank you guys for coming on uh, uh, this show first. I know I have a feeling you are going to be contacted more and more. I want to be in the really sequel, funny. though. Yes, I want to be in. Tony, the sequel. I got you. I promise you, you'll be in the sequel. And, uh, you know, we're already writing it, so we feel real good about this. And, uh, yeah, like, uh, Robin, you did mention we don't have distribution yet. This is something we're doing just on our own for these two weeks to help out. So if anybody watches and likes us, they can contact, you know, Jervis or me, and, uh, and we'd love to hear what anybody has to say. So Beautiful. No, I think it's terrific, man. It looks great, and I- I'm looking forward to watching it this weekend. And I can watch it like at 1 in the morning and not have to stay up till 3. You know what? You know how Dan Patrick is in like every Adam Sandler movie? You can yeah, be thinking, in, yeah. in, in, uh, Tony, you can be in every, you and Harry can be in every single Ray Martin movie. Yeah, with Jarvis, whoever's in it. I'll be in it. I have I some it. acting chops. I've been in many, many films. Do you realize I was in the, in a, I still get residuals for my appearance in a, in a box office blo- a blockbuster. What was it? The movies with with my Kirk, my Mike Douglas. A, don't say a word. Dirt. Don't say a uh, word. You were in that. Yes, I get resi- I get like five dollar residual checks wow. every month. For when it shows in Korea, they pay me. Jeez. I get international after and SAG 
swag as a result of being in that major motion picture. That was in 2001. Yes, exactly. So you were out in L.A. then, right? Yes. Yeah, why yeah. You think, how do you think I got yeah, the movie yeah. roles? Do you think I get movie roles? M. Night Shyamalan's in Philly. He never I puts know. me in his movies. He doesn't call. What's the matter with him? Jervis is in movies. You know, Ray's been in sure, you know the TV show. None of these guys call me, and I'm right here. Michael Douglas you know, and Brittany Murphy. Exactly. You know the late thinking? Brittany Murphy. Yes. You know what I'm thinking, Tony? Yes. I'm thinking, maybe we don't wait for the sequel. I'm thinking, maybe we have it where you uh, you can do some commentary about Jervis being kidnapped in this movie. We can add that in. We can oh, it in. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I could play the voice in the background, the sinister, menacing voice. Or, or the radio. Suddenly, out of nowhere, Jervis. Something went terribly, something terribly, went terribly, wrong. terribly, terribly wrong. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Jervis, I am not your father. <laughs> Although there is a resemblance. I, I need more Tito's. <laughs> You know, Jervis has been down here in the wine cellar before. We got to. We, we can't wait till you get back because we've got more equipment now. We're on Sirius XM. We got plenty of wine, plenty of vodka. We got all the goodies. Ray and, and Jervis, you guys are invited. Once everything is clear, we'll get you back down here and we'll have more fun. I man. just saw a picture on online at some charity basketball game where Jervis was wearing a beautiful Tony Bruno T-shirt. That was in oh, one. That was in that one, was one of one Ray's of, charity yeah. events, right? Yeah. Ray. Wasn't that it? Yeah, 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 and also, yeah, the article they wrote about us in the Mainline Times, actually, he's wearing your shirt. Yep, yeah, that's the picture. Yeah, Ray was in the picture, too. Absolutely. Yeah. These, are, these are my boys here. Yeah. You know, these aren't strangers. These are my we people. We have history, Tony, and yeah. I messed up by not putting you in it to begin with, and I'm sorry about that. That's all right, man. I'm going to give you the weekend to do five Al Fathers. You go to church. Well, you can't go to church. You go out and you do uh, five Al Fathers, five, maybe do a rosary, and then when you're having ham on Sunday alone, slice off a piece for me, my friends. I will, sir. God bless you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for my great friend Jervis Peterson and his buddy. And our buddy, too. I mean, he's done a lot. Guy's been in TV shows, Harry. These aren't just schleps off the street, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out. So Ray Martin was in Ed. That's how Remember the show Ed? Yeah, I remember that. I I saw that a few times. But the the don't say a word. I watched that movie. I'm not. I'm in in the background. I don't have a part. You don't see his face. But you hear you hear your voice. Yeah. Yes. Okay. He's he's um doing radio. Yeah, are you in the doing background. like sports I think radio? A, I'm doing a the, fake um, radio show in the background. Doing it's in a the morgue, scene. right? In the morgue scene, they're listening to radio oh, in the background, okay. and then and I'm ripping the Cowboys too, which is the best part. Okay, I'm ripping the Cowboys in a morgue. Well, did on you the radio. have to go in and record? No, it, or I recorded. Did they just take it off of your radio show? No, no, I did a fake show. Oh, okay. So they said we want you to take some phone calls. So I set up some fake phone calls, and they recorded that whole thing. And it was There's thanks. a lot of hosts that set up fake phone calls. Well, I know that too. But now this was like, hey, here's the scene. You're on the radio. They're listening to you in the morgue. Right. It's Thanksgiving Day. The parade's coming up. It's a great movie if you've yeah. never seen oh, it. I Don't saw say it. a word. I saw it. And so you barely can hear me, though. But they still pay me, though. Mm-hmm. I still get checks, yeah. which is good. I mean, some, some years I make $30 in residuals. Is that right? Yeah, wherever wow. they play it, whether it's on HBO, I get, like, European checks for, like, it was in Norway once mm-hmm. on, on a TV station, $2. Right. American. I don't get francs or now, what, pounds what, or anything. What kind of checks do you think Michael Douglas gets residuals Are for you that? kidding oh. me? You know what I mean? Well, look uh, at David Boreanaz. He's he's on Bones for eleven seasons. Right. He never has to work ever again. Now no. he's on you know Seal Team. Because they're in syndication somewhere. Yeah, right? those shows yeah. make millions yeah. of dollars just in syndication. So you're sitting at right. home and you're getting paid for work that you've done 10, 20 years ago. And then yeah. the interesting part is that you get paid both both nationally and internationally. Yes. Yeah. So once the national kind of dies down, 
there's still a whole nother market. There's still people in Hungary who are watching that movie and hearing my voice. Tony's actually making more in Germany right now off of those residuals than he is here. It's like the Hooters. Exactly right. They're huge in Europe. Exactly. I'm serious. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we know one of the one of the members of Hooters is a big fan of the show. David is sickening, yeah, and he's he's actually done a song for us. That's we'll right. Play. We'll yeah. play it next week. Well, next week, yeah, we're going to play yeah. a song that he did just for us. Remember the Hooters, great group, and you know what their he's biggest hit was. Tweaking it, huh? he's tweaking it even more. To and we dance. It Remember in? that yeah. song? And we dance. Oh yeah, that's still a great, great song. Phillies own the Hooters. We may have to play that in our final segment. Day by day was a day big by hit. day was a good yeah. song, and they're still performing. That's yeah. what's great about. Groups from the 70s, 80s, 90s, they're still all out there doing their thing, man. It's a good thing we have all these casinos. and right, Not right now. Nobody's doing anything. Yeah. But a lot of these acts from the 70s and 80s, they're still out there performing and doing their hits, and people love it. When we come back, we'll give out, let me open up the phone lines. Shall we do that right now? Yeah, they're open. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. Time after time, another song. Not the Watch Company, Harry, but the Hooters. We'll come back and play a block of the Hooters. And all you zombies, the great Pat Kadeen checking in. Good stuff, man. That's why we're here. He's my neighbor. Does he live up near you now? David? He's ten doors down from me. Oh, isn't that another group, ten doors down? That's 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 three doors down. (laughs) (laughs) We had a big hit. Superman, I think, was their big This is great match on the Friday. You're not getting this anywhere else. Tony, Harry, Miss Robin, the whole gang, we're taking your calls next right here. On a big Friday, it's happy hour on Sirius XM 211, the Dan Patrick Channel. Oh, it's Kryptonite, not Superman. There it is. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Three Doors Down. That was a good song. Yes. Yeah. What was that video you were watching where all these people were on in like together on a street corner or something? It was like live video from Which one? You were watching it a while ago. It showed like people all like together. Oh, that, I think nobody was, was another, social distancing at all. No, it was in another country. No, what was it? It was in another country. Oh, it was. Oh, it was in Turkey, oh. where they announced that the stores were closing and the people had the social distance, and they were all running to the food store like everybody did here oh, okay. to get milk and bread. And More ice. This was way, way too strong. This was a strong pour here. Who made this pour? I did. Robin. But it melted very fast. You put it. You put. I thought it was just supposed to be soda. Seltzer water. I didn't put any. How's it red? It's not red. Oh, seltzer. I put a tiny, tiny, tiny a splash bit, of a pineapple. Splash of no, just a splash of um, cranberry. Yeah. Unless you need me to break again. No. So all the way means to fifty nine. Got it. Right. Okay, and then I'm going to have music ready on Twitch to take I want to spend over the whole, as soon I want to spend the whole first. Down, I want to. I want to give them so time that to, I can then tie off. 
I also want to be able to thank all the guests that we had on. Okay. We have a list of everybody who appeared oh, for the week. week. Yeah. That's a good list. That's like a set list. You should see it. It really is. Yeah. Yes, I can post how to watch a survivor. Hold on, that's going to come from oh, where did it Watch go? the trailer, seriously. You watch the trailer, you'll say, Wow, that looks pretty good. Jervis is really good at it. There's some great, great funny scenes. This is the link. How to watch well, I gotta come back with the Hooters guy. Survivor. Right. What Hooters song should I play? Do you want me to? I don't think you can do it from your computer. Can you can find you? Hooters? Which one should we play? Day by day. It's great. Day by day by the Hooters. Hooters. I'm an and we danced. That's, that's good day. too. And we play and we danced. Yeah, play, that's good. Okay. And we danced. Hooters. Okay. Got it. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. A lot of people ask me about the trailer for the uh, Jervis movie, Jervis Peterson, uh, Stealing a Survivor. We'll post that on, uh, on Twitter, at Tony Bruno Show, at Harry Mays TU, and at Miss Robin Austin, if you missed it. Watch the trailer and then make the decision for yourself. But we mentioned one of our favorite groups, Harry, and they're local. And I know we're talking a lot about Philly. That's where we're from. But bring it up here now, because this is one of my favorite Hooters. They had a bunch of hits, Harry. Remember this one? Oh, they, yeah, they were huge in the 80s. What, what car was 90s. that? 90s. They're driving in at the Exton Drive-In Theater. Yeah. Is that still open, the Exton Drive-In Theater? I don't know. Maybe it's making a yeah. comeback now. It in might be reopening. Yeah. They're good. And they still perform, man. Remember this song? All right. I got to get my drumsticks out for this. Yeah? Yeah. See, we should get David in here and uh, yes. have him analyze your drumming ability. <laughs> he gives lessons. By I know, the way. Does. you know that? Yeah. Oh, look at that Corvette. Eric Bazilian and Rob Hyman on the vocals. Now, for those of you listening on SiriusXM, you're not going to see this, but in studio, if you watch, if you pull up the Twitch stream, you can see Tony hammering away on his sticks right she now. She was baby on a party's night. And where did you get those sticks? I got these at... Uh, Sam Ash. Sam Ash, oh, baby. So, so nobody gave them to you. Like, no, so I bought these. No drummer gave them No, to I okay. bought these. Because I could get David to give yeah, you I want a, pair. a set of sticks. Now... You have several different types of sticks. We had fans that gave him sticks that do percussion, like multiple different sounds when you electric oh, yeah. stick. I got electric yeah. sticks here too. Oh yeah, I got. It. You can't, but you can't really flail away with these babies. Oh, you can wow. do damage. Yeah. Electric sticks. Electric sticks. Yeah. Huh. I saw them at the TLA with Mike Missanelli oh. and Rube, uh, Ruben Franks one night. Sorry. I gotta tune these oh, up though. Man. He's gotta go and back to the tune. Yeah, they're out of tune. And the tips <laughs> light up in blue, I saw which is his, they, like his They just light color. up for a second though. Yeah, the tips. <laughs> Did you see this poll that was done by the Seton Hall University? Is it Tony? a good poll or a bad poll? Well, it depends. You know, it's about COVID nineteen and attending like events, games. You know, again right. in the future. Do people want to go when they were back? Yeah, I've seen a bunch of those. Seventy-two percent of Americans. 
asked said they would not attend games until there is a vaccine developed. That's ridiculous. And the number fell to 61% among sports fans. So sports fans are more willing to. They're more willing. They lowered it a little bit. Now, what about mosh pits and stuff? Those fans go out. They want to. They're really close. You yeah, want to talk no. about fans really, really close? Twelve percent. In a ballpark, you you can sit a couple seats away from somebody unless you're in a packed venue. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, is that what's going to happen? Where stadiums will now sell only certain amount of tickets so they can have like every six seats, seats between people? Well, no, I don't know. I don't know. Right now, none of us know. But the thing about the all I'm hearing about the vaccine is it's like a year and a half away. I know. That's I know. not going to happen. Because there are ways that people, by the way, not everybody who gets it dies. That's the first thing. Well, and then yeah. when people get it, there's now a new, uh, um, there's a new test that's coming up that if you've already had it and right. are healed, you still have the antibody in you. Correct. Mm-hmm. And so you, if you get it again, you basically can't give it away again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't transmit it once they determine that your blood has already had the virus. That's herd immunity, isn't Correct. it? Correct. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Not, the, not Colin Cowherd. No, That's no, a different no. herd immunity. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. Let's go to my buddy Marcus down there, the official boxing analyst. Now, you know, we had the great Carlos Nunez. Oh, Carlos was awesome. And he passed away years yeah. ago. He was our official boxing aficionado correspondent. We miss him. One of our great, great, not only a fan, he became a friend, just like Marcus did in Tampa. He came up here, he was in a wine cellar. Carlos was famous for the Winky Wright uh, He's the guy who right? put Winky Wright on the map, predicted his greatness yeah. before anybody gave the guy I any love. That. And he would say, Winky, Winky Wright, Tony, because he was a Cuban-American, yeah. great personality, wonderful man. He was awesome. And one of our favorite people. But Marcus is a young man, and he's down there in Tampa, but he still does boxing, even though he can't go to him. What's going on, man? Pretty good, Tony. I call Marquise. It's Marquise. I'm sorry. It's Marquise. It's all right. Yeah, how's how's it going, guys? Well, congrats on the XM Serious show, by the way, more importantly. Also, yeah, Winky Wright, still scratch golfer. Don't challenge him on it. I did not know that. Oh, phenomenal scratch golfer. Uh, He he is notorious for playing on on the links here over at, uh, it was Stepper Sound, Tony, as you will know, in the Tampa Bay area over here, but I I haven't seen him lately. Who's that? But. Winky Wright, the boxer. Oh, really? Right. That play, so he still lives in the Tampa Bay oh, area, okay. right? Yes. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah, that, that survey, Harry, you mentioned with us, uh, that went up from 72 to 61 from Seton Hall. It's going to be about 20 when they realize that this weekend there's no sports again and they're watching Best Stuff from 2004 oh, whatever on TV this weekend. I know, man. Tell me about <laughs> it. No, I'll still watch the Masters, though. But even though we know, especially now we had Jim Nance on, he talked about how they recorded. He recorded stuff. Oh, I'm definitely watching that. He recorded stuff with, with Lefty and with Tiger yeah. to put those in. So I, I was watching golf reruns the other day. You know what? There's something relaxing about it in the afternoon. Now that we're on in the afternoon, I haven't done that. But this weekend, right. I'll have that on in the background, and it's something soothing about mm-hmm. watching golf. Well, that music that you, you play. Exactly. Good. I mean, I'm going to have to learn that on the piano. You gonna practice? Can you play piano? I mean, I'm learning. You're I'm teaching myself. Do you think you can play the... Marquise, can you play the uh, master's theme on your piano at home? I usually play no, it on my I, organ I can myself. I barely play shorting bread. Wait a minute, let me play this again. You play your organ? I always play my organ. <laughs> yeah. I play my own, though. Yeah, okay. It's always better that way. <laughs> Keep your organ over there. <laughs> Social distance your organ. Listen, okay? if you don't know how to play your organ better <laughs> yeah. than anybody else, there's something wrong with you. We all learn that at a young age, yes. as you well know. Yes, prior to 12, I think. <laughs> it depends. Jesus. <laughs> Let's get Lisa Ann on the line. No, again. no, don't do it. We'll do it. Uh, now you're still, you're, there's still b- boxing going on out there, and I see you there tweeting is? all the time. Yes. 
Yeah, it's unsanctioned, unfortunately. But yeah, there's there's a lot of that going on. Uh, UFC, of course, this weekend tried to have a, a, a their, their UFC card this following weekend. That finally got shot down, despite <laughs> despite doing everything possible to make it happen, which yeah. was actually pretty impressive on their end. That was going to be at uh, one of those Indian yeah, casinos, at, at the Taki in- Palace Casino in California. And because on Indian land they can skirt the government regulations on social distancing, they thought that they could have the fight there, allow people in, and then Disney and ABC stepped in and said, well, wait a minute. But Dianne Feinstein, the senator from California, stepped in and said, you can't do that. Even though it's allowed on Indian reservations, they can do what they want. You imagine Disney and ESPN, which had the pay-per-view, having people get sick, even though it's on an Indian reservation. Who would be sued? Uh Disney. Disney yeah. and ESPN. You know, that was a stupid idea to, to think that you could allow fans to come in and watch it. If you wouldn't just put on the fights there in an empty gym or whatever, you know, put a ring or an octagon or whatever in there and have the fights te- fighters tested and fight, that's fine. But you, you couldn't think that you could well, have Well, he he's still planning on this private island thing for the yeah. future. He was hoping he could get it done sooner than later, and he couldn't. So he, he got the Indian reservation to agree. And then because they want, but then what the Russian guy couldn't even get into the Khabib. country. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Khabib couldn't even yeah, get couldn't into get the country. Right. So that yeah, Khabib's help. still quarantined. Yeah, exactly. So the point is, I give Dana White a lot of credit for trying to think outside the box. I don't know. He, I think he just thought I got to get this UFC card on the two forty nine, and then it wasn't going to work. And now it's it's canceled for the foreseeable future. He but, says he's going to go back there though and have a fight there at that casino because they stood by him. Yeah, he says he'll give him a fight later right, when everything right. goes back to normal. Right, right. Not now. Right. But he still wants to do this private island thing mm-hmm. and then have Who a Who doesn't of, want a private well, island Well, I do, too. I'd like a I watch those shows, Private Islands at Night, you know, Jesus. and all those uh, DIY. Not DIY. Travel Channel. Yeah. And they have people are buying their own. And they're not a lot. You know, you got a couple million. You only know, get a couple million dollars. You can get yourself a nice little island well, in, in the Caribbean. you got a couple million. No, I don't. If around. I did, would I, I'd be doing it on the private <laughs> island. You can get lines anywhere now. You don't think I'd be sitting on an island under a palm tree doing the show? Yeah, if you'd get an ISDN line in the Oh, yeah, no, island. we would take everybody. You, the Lima. I mean, don't you think it... No, the Lima's got to work. She's got to work. <laughs> she's, a, she's, a, she's a good earner. You'd let her work here, yeah. and then you, we'd fly her in for the weekend. Right, after, just for a weekend. Fly her okay. in. Yeah. I'd get a little dinghy, and I'd go to the shore, pick her up, right. and come over and bring her back over. Right. You I hope the Lima's listening. Yeah, she is. <laughs> So what do you got this weekend now on Boxing, Marquis? Uh, for the most part, Tilly, uh, like everybody else, there's no live sporting events. So we got best of action. They're showing on Showtime uh, Corrales uh, Castillo from the great Showtime Boxing back in 2002. That's a, that's a fun fight that's coming on tonight on this, this weekend. Outside of that, it's pretty much what everybody else has been doing, watching uh, ESPN's been showing on top rank the best of the you know, Ali Frazier free was on Tuesday. Uh, Tyson Burbick, the, you know, the classic from the 80s, have been on all week long. From, but for the most part, just waiting on, like, everything else, the free spice to show up at some point or another. The, the next step, unfortunately, Tony, is that it's just, the, the UFC is going to be the first sport that's going to be actual live in action once it's all said and done, hook or crook. Yeah. Whatever it means, Dana White does it. Uh, it, it but all the other sports, which are sanctioned and regulated severely, like boxing, for example, the, the best they can do at this point is hope that everything calms down and hope for a, a studio show pretty much similar to the, uh, as, as I remember back in the day, uh, watching 80s WCW wrestling where you have uh, Jim Cornette yell you at a racket with Dusty Rhodes and whatnot. Uh, exactly. oh, that, was, of shows. that was great stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, 
I you, know, the, you know, it's growing up, Saturday morning wrestling, yeah. which was pre-taped, was always yeah. the best. That was great. Because I would go to those tapings. During At the, the Philadelphia the arena. arena. I would go right? there, and I would go to the Channel 48 studios here on 26th Street, mm-hmm. and they would tape those like on a Wednesday night. And you'd be in the audience, and then they'd show them on Saturday mornings. Those right. were great. Oh, it was awesome. Those were great. Like man. all the interviews and stuff, yeah. like you know, hyping up a big fight coming at the Madison Square Garden. It was awesome, spectrum. man. Those were the good old days. That's where yeah. I saw. That's where I saw George the Animal Steel live rip up a turnbuckle with his teeth. Yeah, and then rip oh, that man. to shreds, man. That's great stuff. You can't teach that's that no. anymore, man. No, you can't. And no, but that, that's the next line of chain of events for boxing down the line at some point, whenever all the sports, like everything else, kicks back up. But being realistic, the first thing that's going to happen at some point is going to be some backdoor thing that Dana White was trying before. And another thing that you mentioned before about how this fight was, being, was going to be, it, it, this fight was pretty much going to be unsanctioned. As you know, the California State Athletic Commission has no fight whatsoever, wasn't even authorizing any combat licenses until May. And they're starting this fight up next Friday. So they're having an an outside commission circumvent all of this that usually does their international cards, which is very sketchy at best. But that was their game plan with all of this. But one way or another, that's going to be the next fight happening down the line with UFC. You're absolutely right. Isn't everything with boxing sketchy? Of course. Even the sanctioned fights, people are complaining. How many times have we, you and I were in Vegas, how many fights did we go to in, in Las Vegas and watch endings and it's like, what? Yeah. And we're sitting there Seriously? saying, what the hell just happened? And then everybody gets outraged, says, I'm never paying for right. a fight again. And then, boom, six a month months later, later they're they're not even yeah. six fight happened. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'll never pay for another damn pay-per-view. <laughs> and, then, and then there's a fourth rematch, and people are still, <laughs> here, take my money or find a way to steal it online, which a lot of people, unfortunately, have done, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, especially right now, Harry. Are you dropping $40 for a pay-per-view right now in these times, tough times? For a fight? Yeah. A good fight? For entertainment? Hell, yeah. Well, that's because you I need something. That's because you got family money coming in. Oh yeah, family exactly. money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why the Lima's working. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's working. Marquise, when he was in Philly, he was at the Apollo or the uh, Leah Cora Center the Leah for a fight Center, that yeah. night. And he was there and the fights ended late mm-hmm. and we were on the air till one and we stayed on the air till two thirty just so he can get here. Is that right? And hang out in the studio with us. Man. That's For the, the record, Tony, that, that Uber driver still has no idea where you guys are. That's all right. Neither do I right now. After a couple of vodkas. <laughs> after a couple of Tito's and cran- a splash of cranberry on a Friday afternoon, baby. Yeah, now Robin put in more of a, more than a splash yeah. in, in mine. Of cranberry? Yeah. I, I, yeah. No, yours was pretty pink, Harry. Uh, it was. Look, it was a little bit look too at this. pink. I can't have any cranberry. That's really pink. That's a Harry Mays pour right yeah. there. That's a Harry Mays pour. It's way too pink. It was, this looks like Moscato, a chick drink, or a, a, a or a uh, what do they call? Well, oh, but the, I put I put um, soda in yours as well to yeah, water it down okay. a little bit. It, but it's his still strong. is just Harry's is just straight up with just a splash of cranberry. But I put too like it is it's hard. Tough. It's, it's tough. tough to just do that little. It, it really is, <laughs> especially with like when you go to a bar like with the gun. Oh yeah, no. Oh, yeah. If they just you know depending on how the gun works, yeah, yeah. how much you yeah. Know, just, just, just like, one quick squeeze, and yeah. it's red, and I'm like, I'm, just I'm not drinking Done. that. Yeah, no. I, w- I offered to trade with you, and you no, said, no, no, it's fine. I Mine looks like white That's because I wanted to rip you. It looks like white. <laughs> if, <laughs> I, if I allowed you to change out the drink, then I couldn't rip you. Then you couldn't rip me, okay. You know when chicks drink white Zinfandel with ice in it? Yeah, yeah. That's what this looks yeah. like right now. Right. Oh, that's terrible. I know it is. Hey, listen, it's not my style to rip women, especially. Marquise, have a great weekend, brother. Thanks for checking in, man. Anytime, guys. Thanks for having me on. The great Marquise Johns down there in Tampa, Florida, Harry. You know what I'm saying? Love Tampa. 
I do too. Oh, Super Bowl is going to be there. It's not Tampa. It's Tampa Bay. Yes. Tampa. Tampa. And now, yeah, yeah that's one of the other stories yes. of the week. Yeah. Dan Patrick started selling T-shirts on his website. When are we selling T-shirts? I thought we were going to start selling T-shirts. Oh, we are. We, I mean, next, next week. week. Next, next week, week we're we'll have shirts. Them. Okay. we got to have product, Harry. Right. That's what we we had to make sure it's called merchandise. Merch. It's no, all about merch. The merch, and it's about the brand. Right. It's, it's all the about the brand. brand. And are we having him on next week, speaking of the brand? He better come on. I keep asking him to come on. No, we haven't no, asked Pat him Pat McAfee. Not Dan. Oh. Pat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Pat. Pat. Yeah. How's Dan, how about Dan Patrick comes on? And welcomes me to his channel, well, a former co-host, former Dan guy. Dan is coming on. We'll get he, Dan on. That's not a problem. He just came back from being I off. I'm just busting so his he, chops, I right? know. I'm proud to be on the Dan But what Patrick about show. Pat? He'll Pat come McAfee, on, too. He'll come on. Yeah. Or I'll take my award back that he has on his desk. You're <laughs> well, right. I'll just, just go out He's there. got that trophy down there right in front. I handed it to him. Where is he? In Indianapolis? He's in Indianaptown, yeah. baby. Naptown. Yeah, if you want to be holed up somewhere, you want to be holed up in Pat's house. It yeah. sounds amazing. Really? He's got a big oh, yeah. joint out there in Naptown. But, you know, the real estate's cheaper in Indianapolis. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's only a punter. Only a punter? Right. He's a great entertainer. Tony, I believe that no, you saying. have a list of things yes. that you want to mention. As really we quick. wrap up, thank you, Robin. As our first week comes to an end, we want to thank everybody. First of all, Joe Krause and the great Pat Kinney. Joe is the man who put this whole thing together. Pat helped put the board equipment. The great Joe C. He's not Charles Manson. No. People keep saying, who's that guy that looks like one of the Charles Manson? It's not him. But we have Mike Golick, Howard Eskin, Bob Mennery, Keith Olbermann, Gary Radnish, Andrew Siciliano, Tom Looney, Jim Ross, Eric Burns, Adam Schefter, Jim Nance, Jay Wright, Harry Donahue, Lisa Ann, David Boreanis, John McMullen, and of course, don't forget our buddy from Temple Zone, Colin Thompson. Right. Thank you, everybody. Have a great weekend. Happy Easter. Be safe out there. Don't drink and drive. And don't Jervis. text and drive. And Jervis Peterson. Yeah. Have a great weekend. Good night, everybody. This knife has a straight edge on it, so it's very easy. I didn't put the. That's where they put right. Colin yeah. on there. There lives a happy little. Oh, house. that's because we added them last minute. Oh, that's bad. That's my fault because I we no, added I wrote it down. Okay. So thank you all for supporting us on the twitch.tv forward slash Tony Bruno show this entire week while we have been inaugurating the Sirius XM show. And we will see you back here on Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern with more great guests. Make sure you tell everybody how fantastic it was. And um, how and and support us because this is an independent show. We are on Sirius XM, but we are independent. We're like indies. So the more support you give us, the better it's going to be. We'll see you next Monday. Oh, how did I forget Josh? Oh, he called in. That's right. He called in and I didn't have him. Josh, I'm sorry. But oh, this is uh, for those of you on Twitch. And who love Josh? Tony is going to be on with Josh tomorrow night on Twitch at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. And Josh is doing his show. He does like a um, a drinking and, drinking and talking show. And um, Tony will be on with Josh and Jilly tomorrow night, 8.30 Eastern. So don't miss it on the Josh and the Show, twitch.tv.